0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist and host of This Is My Show, which starts now.
1: It's good to be almost home. You know, I wouldn't have been elected to the United States Senate in the first place were it not for Philadelphia. That's not a joke. With all the help and support I got from Philly.
2: Interesting. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. That was Joe Biden thanking Philadelphia for getting him elected as a U.S. Senator for 36 years in Delaware, (laughs) Delaware, not Pennsylvania. It's remarkable how this man works. We're going to talk more about him. Tom out of the studio today, but he is here with us remotely in all of his glory. Looking fantastic, (laughs) my friend. Uh, You look fantastic here, too. I saw you this morning on the uh, security cams. Um, I was like, like, are people there? Oh, Tom's there. And then Tom's leaving. Um, But we're glad that we could make it work. Um, Crazy, though, right? I mean, the people of Philadelphia, no matter what Joe says, had absolutely nothing to do with getting him into office in Delaware. Am I wrong, Tom? Tom?
3: <laughs> no, you're 100 percent correct. It would be like you know uh, Joe saying that you know Tom Cunningham, Drew Burke was and Disco were responsible for helping Joe get into the U.S. Senate, even though at the time that he was running for Senate, I was barely born. You guys weren't born, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it makes as
2: much sense. It, it's it, it absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's stay with him because. Peter Ducey was at it again, with KJP, of course, as his main nemesis in the White House press room. And there's this tell-all book that's been released about working in the Biden regime. And there was an excerpt that's been raising a lot of eyebrows. Here is the exchange about it. Take a listen. Korean,
4: President Biden is the oldest president in US history. Why does White House staff treat him like a baby?
5: No one treats the president of the United States the commander in chief uh, like a baby.
4: So there's this book that says That's ridiculous. When staff
5: talked
4: what sounded like a call for regime change in Russia the president Quote, rather than owning his failure, he fumed to friends
2: about how he was treated like a toddler. Was John Kennedy ever babied like that?
5: So look, uh, I'll say this. Um, there's going to be a range, always, a range of books uh, that are, uh, about every administration, as you know, uh, that's going to have a variety of claims. That is not unusual. That happens all the time. And we're not going to litigate those here. That's something that we're not going to uh, speak to. There is one thing that I do want to, because I think I was asked this question last week by one of your colleagues about this particular excerpt, uh, that they, uh, were referring to. And so I'll say this, you know, we did see the excer- excerpt, uh, the context uh, of the excerpt, and it seemed to be making the opposite overall point about how the value of his experience and wisdom resulted in rallying the free world against authoritarianism, which is important. We have seen this, you all have seen this, and passage of the most historic agenda in recent history in his handling of foreign policy, like rallying, the world around Ukraine, as you just heard from our national security, national security advisor, who laid out in really good questions that your colleagues asked about how the president is moving forward, about Ukraine, uh, about kind of leading into these conversations that he's going to be having at the G—
2: So no real answer there. And let's just, i mean, look, look. People, people saying Biden doesn't like being treated like a baby. Why is that happening? Well, we—there's we, we, a lot of reasons that's happening. But if you just break this down real simply, a lot of people have dealt with it. Tom's dealt with it in his family. You've had other folks out there, perhaps you in the audience, who have been around someone who's had dementia. And in the later stages of dementia, patients revert to like these childlike states. And as a, as a result of that, their caregivers treat them accordingly, whether it's dressing the patient, feeding the patient, bathing the patient, whatever the case might be. However... What makes it complicated, and I think why maybe Joe Biden's feeling this way, is there are some moments in there of of, of him being lucid, being with it, right? And in those moments, then they can't figure out, why, why am I being treated like a child? And what happens? They become pissed off, irritated, frustrated. That's That's what seems to be happening here with Joe Biden. I think that's why you're seeing these reports. And we see this kind of stuff from him all the time. Not necessarily all the frustration, though we've seen that, too, on air— and with some of the the members of the press. But uh, that just seems to be what's happening. He's at the point in his clinical situation where he has to be taken care of like a child. And then when he is alert, he is with it. He gets pissed off at his people who are around him,
3: right? Yeah, he's pissed off at the situation because he— being 80 years old he knows in these moments of lucidity that he has that he's 20 years past his prime and when he does have those moments where he's lucid he realizes that and it aggravates him and compound that with the staff members that are around him wanting to do things for him and talk to him in a way that you would speak to a toddler They don't know. They don't know what Joe that they're getting on an hourly basis. So I could totally see that happening. And as a caregiver for somebody who does have dementia, you don't know. You kind of have an idea by the way that they move, the stiffness in their gait when they walk, that they're probably not in that state where they know who you are or the surroundings that they're in. And it's very hard for them, especially if they don't know him, as well as his own family members do, to be able to deal with him. So they're going to come in and start talking to him as if he were a toddler, not knowing that he's in this state of he understands a little bit of what's going on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it, look, it's a tricky—I mean, it's it's nasty for anyone. I, you, no one wishes this upon anyone. Um but that, but that I think is absolutely what's happening. And you, ha, I mean, you have so you have moments, right? <clears throat> and not just the treating of behind the scenes, but one of the reasons they're having to treat him this way is because of what happens behind the scenes, and then also what happens, of course, in very public settings. We had, we showed the clip yesterday where he's he's pinning the Medal of Honor on someone, Cap- Captain Taylor, right? I think I think yes. I'm remembering his last name, Captain Taylor, and and he pins it on, and then he just abruptly leaves the ceremony though the ceremony is not over. We showed the clip. We talked about it. You've all probably seen it. Well, KJP also had to try and defend him and his, his lack of awareness and, and, and knowing what he was doing, where he was going, any of that, because it came up. This, this was her response to it.
5: And he left, as planned, as it was planned, uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize, to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who are uh, who are about to participate in a reception. And uh, you all reported that, noticed that he left uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program because, again, he wanted to minimize, uh, certainly, uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. No.
4: No, this isn't a COVID thing. So the masks truly don't work then. Yeah. Because if he really was supposed to be there, they would have put a mask on him and everyone would have been fine. Well, apparently
2: he's supposed to be wearing them. He says he's going to wear them inside and out now. But that's, I mean, that's the most ludicrous excuse ever. And it wasn't at a good time. It had just happened that benediction was about to to occur and he just deuces, I'm out of here. And, and the best was I've, I've seen multiple other people post what we were talking about yesterday is the one reporter who's just like, "Where the? <laughs> where are you going? Did that just happen? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I would. Uh,
3: KJP by far is, is the worst PR person that anybody could ever imagine to have in working in a business. She by far is the worst spokesperson I've ever seen. The White House." And for her to try it, uh, Kirby could have pulled it off. John Kirby, as much as I despise him, he's pretty good at at walking things back and trying to paint a better picture of what Joe Biden has done. But this instance, there's just so much going on, one having to do with the whole, the COVID issue, where you've got an 80-year-old man, Joe Biden, uh, putting the Congressional Medal of Honor around an 81-year-old recipient with no masks on. That's about as close contact as you could get with people. And then after saying that he didn't want to be around for the reception is another just line of bullshit because yeah. he didn't put the mask on when he left.
2: Right. No, it, <laughs> it's, it, there's, there's no—, there's, there's no... There's no defending – I mean, honestly, they would – I mean, we all know about the 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 person who had explosive diarrhea on the Delta flight by now. <laughs> Sent Tom that footage last night. We had talked about it but the day before, but now there's footage, not of the person doing it, but of the, the carnage afterwards. It was a crime scene there down the, down the aisle. <laughs> but it would have been a better excuse to be like, he had something start gurgling, and he had explosive diarrhea and had to find <laughs> – the little boy's room. It would have been such a better excuse. Still not great to have someone run off during a medal of honor ceremony, but that, that at least people can be like, Oh yeah, I've been there. Felt that like that. The, the COVID thing is just so nonsensical. It's just ridiculous. The whole thing. All right, folks, quick, quick, just reminder, please sign up for DB coin club with DB coin club. You get a challenge coin sent to you. If you're an annual member, you get regardless of membership, A Friday show, Friday mornings, 11 a.m. You watch that at dbcoinclub.com on Red Voice Media. I know that might sound confusing. It's just a redirect. DB Coin Club takes you to Red Voice Media where you sign up, you watch, you engage, all of that there. First responders, veterans, you get 30% off of your membership. Everyone gets entered into routine contests that we do here on This Is My Show, including right now the one where someone's going to get a win in the drawing and get if they can come to the tims this is my show in studio extravaganza someone's going to get that, that that covered for them their travel here covered so make sure you sign up there's all sorts of reasons to do it we have a lot of fun beyond our 12 hours together during the week on the regular program so sign up against dbcoinclub.com for those of you over in x spaces we're so glad you're here today we will be getting to you here soon but we got to talk about what we're going to get into today we got to talk about one of our sponsors real quick and we got to talk about just how gay obama might be, before we get to you. Uh, so we're going to get into that. That's
4: why YouTube's not working. That's probably why it's
2: not working today. Uh, hopefully people coming over from, from YouTube. We got uh, Enrique Tarrio from, from the Proud Boys, who like him, don't like him, support Proud Boys, don't support Proud Boys. Uh, 22 years for January 6th. Sedition was not in D.C. We'll talk about that. We, there's an interesting thought that Vivek's put out there about whether or not we should have to take a test to vote. We'll talk about that. Russia's again threatening us with nukes, and we're going to go beyond the cup with the co-founders of Thistle Creek Reserve, who will be here in studio today. Tons of other stories, including some cultural stuff. I'm just going to say some cultural stories. Is it col- Cultural Appropriation Day? It's not Cultural Appropriation. Well, it kind um, of always is, because we yeah, always yeah, do yeah, things yeah. that offend people here. Okay. But but we're going to get into some, some interesting stories. Before we do all of that, though, please... Uh, Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is being implemented. It's been implemented. Started on on July 1st. FedNow was implemented. There's a phased rollout of that. There's, by the way, a crashing and sinking economy. Tons of reasons that you should be concerned and looking out for your savings. All of that hard-earned savings So please be smart. Get ahead of it. You can do it with an entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's 833-287-2465 or visit protectfrombiden.com. So Tucker is back tonight. Back tonight on X with an interview of a guy who claims to have had sex with Obama on multiple occasions. Here's just—we'll talk about this here, but here's here's a, a sneak peek of the interview that dropped yesterday.
6: You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did Coke McCain with him, watching him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. You just asked the obvious question, what was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or, like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth.
2: Okay, so Larry Sinclair has been out there telling his story since 2007, but you know what? It's been ignored by everyone. Some of you have heard it. Some of you have talked about it. A lot of us have thought that Obama was gay— But you've had this going on. You've had this ignored by the corporate media for a long time. You've had Joan Rivers. I love how we're seeing so many clips of Joan Rivers right now. She's back from the dead. But she (laughs) she made a reference to Obama being gay, to Michelle being trans. Coincidentally, Joan died two weeks later after making those comments. But that's another episode. But you've got pride that has taken control of America. And it would be fitting for Obama to kind of come out to to kind of— seal this whole thing up right come out of the closet the communists would love it they'd ride the momentum of the announcement like a twink engaging in a lubed up daddy fetish grind session with a leather-clad biker
4: something like that no 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 no, no, no drew that, that i feel like that was a tom write that's just that's just me that was a little, yeah, was a little uh, too
2: much. But this is going to be an interesting—you guys haven't—we That's we all live different lives. Yes. Um, the, it's going to be an interesting conversation, though. Here, here, here's the one thing I will say about this. The one thing I, 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 I will say is, for those—we talked about concerns over censorship on X and, and slash Twitter, whatever the fuck we're calling it, uh, yesterday. Supposedly, that's coming. But I tell you what, the, the silver lining or the one reason you might still hold out some hope for X is I, I, it, it seems that Elon is saying some of the right things. Again, I don't trust him. I don't trust anyone. Uh, look up what I used to do for a living. I've got lots of problems. But if they let this fly, this interview, and these kind of conversations continue to go, that's that's a positive sign, right? I mean, having a, a sit down with Tucker that's going to do easily 100 million plus views, if not more... With someone who says that they did drugs and had sex with Barack Obama, the the the, the golden boy of the left, that that I'll take that as a win.
3: A hundred percent. that shows that at least X for the moment doesn't have any sort of censorship going on with it, that they're going to allow this to play out, which I think is fantastic, because if Jack Dorsey would have still been in charge and everybody else who was at Twitter at the time would have throttled it back, there would have been issues with it. And especially with Elvis Chan from the FBI and the 40 agents that were working hand-in-hand with Twitter to make sure that certain content was was censored on that platform. So I think you're right, it is a step in the right direction. But I also think that timing is right. This The, the whole, our, us being inundated with this whole pride thing that if Obama does come out is saying, well, you know what, that's true, I am bisexual, his stock is just gonna rise. That The left is gonna love him even more than that the, the the sort of idolatry that they already have for him. He he's just going to be the Obama Siah is going to rise to another
4: level. Obama Siah. Yeah.
2: No, I think you're right. I it, it, I I don't. I still am not certain that they're going to go that direction. But I but I if they do, here's the thing: it's a win-win for them because they either get to say this is all bullshit. You guys are just making more shit up on the right, even though everything we make up on the right tends to come true. Uh, they just don't acknowledge that. But it's either that and they rest on their laurels and they use everyone that they've got all their proxies in the media big tech the list goes on and on and on to have it have it go that way or as you're saying it comes out they they make the announcement yes i was the first black president i was the first gay president and wait till you find out about my wife they they come out and do that they still win we feel sh- we feel slighted we feel like this is trash but it, it, it it's it's got to be nice to be them where well which way do you want to go because however we do this we're gonna come out right as rain uh, it's such a fascinating time to be alive in America uh, and, right. I say,
3: and I think if
2: I'm sorry ahead, no go ahead
3: I was just I was just gonna say that once this comes out and you start seeing the reaction of your hardcore leftists uh, on social media if they go after Larry. With his physical appearance, the fact that he's missing teeth, and they're going to say Obama, if he was gay, would never have sex with a guy like this. We're talking when, when his claim was what nineteen ninety nine or early two thousand, right?
2: Uh, so yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we're talking almost twenty years ago. It was ninety nine. So, uh, it was ninety nine. I had to. to ninety nine. Yeah. So
3: we're talking a while ago. A lot can change in that time period, and it's obvious to me that if he's doing cocaine back in ninety nine two thousands, and he's living the li- continue to live the lifestyle that he claims he did when he met Obama, his physical appearance is gonna is gonna deteriorate, which is what we see with those carpal tunnel, tarpal, uh carpal tunnel. Uh, casts on his arm, the missing of the teeth. You can tell that he's done a lot of hard partying over the years. But yeah. the thing that I thought that really tracked with me was when he was talking specifics and how he talked about pulling out a CD case to chop up a line of cocaine on there. Because everyone now is used to all your music being on on your iPhone. So if this guy was coming out and lying, he would have he used something else than a CD case as a reference to chop up a line of cocaine on.
2: Yeah, well, and why this is compelling also is you you've got <laughs> there's a shot of the couch. <laughs> couch. Um, <but laughs> why it's compelling also is is making these kind of claims. They they come with a look. Yes, you can get some some notoriety from it, some exposure. There's potential for money. Yada yada. I get it, but it also comes with a lot of risk. And 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 it and it it jives because of so many other stories that we've heard about Barack. It's not just Larry Sinclair. It's it's so many other stories that you've heard about bathhouses and about it, the, the list goes on and on and on. Some of which I'm sure are total bullshit. Some of which I'm sure are not. So it, it it to me it just comes off really compelling. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the other side tries to spin it back. Again, I think they win because they win the spin every time. They have all the tools to win the spin every time. So it's going to go that way. But <clears throat> uh, it, it's a fascinating story nonetheless. So is this next one. We'll keep—we'll we'll, um, we'll no doubt button that one up some tomorrow after the interview tonight uh, between the two of them. But we've got Enrique Tario, known for his role as the chairman of the Proud Boys, has been sentenced to 22 years in prison— over charges of seditious conspiracy in connection to the riot and the events at the Capitol on January 6th. Again, not an insurrection, but he's been charged nonetheless. This is the longest, at least to my knowledge, for, uh, the longest sentence handed down to any of the J6ers. And keep in mind, while he was in charge of the Proud Boys, so you know he's going to be a target, he was in fact detained the day before uh, the, the events of J6, he was not present. He was not there at the Capitol that day. He, as Julie Kelly reported, he had been detained the day prior after allegedly burning a BLM banner in December of 2020. So you've got 22 years for this fella. And again, I'm not a Proud Boys guy. If you guys are Proud Proud Boys guys out in the in the audience, whatever you got to do, everyone just do you. I just I don't like. Clubs like that. I don't like protests and, and, and all that stuff in the first place, if you if you know me. I just don't show up. And just because a group's doing something doesn't mean I'm—it's just not my style. But I think that this is ridiculous. You've got 1,100 individuals have been charged over alleged crimes related to that day. 300 have been sentenced to serve time behind bars. You've got new arrests. going. We talked about some of the new arrests going on just this week. Lots of arrests, except for, of course, the guy who planted the diversionary fake bombs outside of the DNC and RNC offices. That guy, not not arrested. Haven't seen that one. Nope, happen. But uh, you you've got this. They 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 the prosecutors on the case argued in favor of Tario receiving a terrorism sentencing enhancement, to which the judge agreed. The judge had done the same to some of Tario's co defendants. And you've got, according to this article, Tario's lawyer pointed out that he comes from a country where there's no rights. Claimed that he was trying to protect his country, this country, America, as misguided as he might have been during that time. But the bottom line with all this, again, you can be pro-Proud Boys, anti-Proud Boys. I could give two fucks. I don't care. What I do care about is the fact that we've turned into a banana republic where federal law enforcement creates scenarios for crimes and then entraps participants. This, this is not okay. This is not America. Reminder, January 6th was all about—and kudos to you guys on the left—clever game planning, war planning, because this, this they played the long game, and this was all about connecting the 14th Amendment to Trump. Biden was installed, and it was time for an insurance policy, as Peter Strzok once said about the steel dossier. You needed this. The insurance policy in this case was the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the 2024 ballot. It's as clear as that, it's just clear as day that that's what's going on here. And, and all, yeah. all that we've talked about with this whole freaking thing Capitol Police opening doors, people who engaged in violence were not arrested, including a BLM member who was reporting for CNN, made a shit ton of money. Cameras looking the wrong way go ahead and stage those. We're, we're going to draw them in. Everything looking a- away from the Capitol, the trap was set. Unfortunately, a lot of people walked into law enforcement ambush, And but that, but that is the issue. That is the issue. How they're being treated in response to that, but moreover, the fact that it was all designed this way. That's a big fucking deal.
3: Right. And one of my favorites that I took away for, from the prosecution of Tario's case is the prosecution— Saying that he deliberately got arrested in Maryland after he masterminded January 6th, that way he could go to jail and wouldn't be present during the riot, so he he would have he would he would have an alibi for it. That people on the left constantly talk about people on the right being conspiracy theorists—that is about as tinfoil hat as you get. Yeah. To say that somebody is gonna is going to stage their own arrest so they can't be implicated for what they think is about to go down.
7: Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it's just nonsense. We've we've got a lot of people uh, in all the different chat rooms talking. We've got people on X Spaces. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna take our first break. We're gonna come back. We've got uh, we've got some interesting folks as always over in in X space. If you want a mic, raise your hand, come get one. Shell, we'll get it to you. We'd love to hear from you on on either Obama's gayness or what's <laughs> happening with J Six, uh, or both. We could combine them all. There's prison. There's I mean, you can see the connection there. Uh, so let's get into that. But we're gonna take a quick break when we come back. It's gonna be all about you.
0: Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy.
2: Welcome back we didn't get the question of the day and we'll get it in later i promise um but i know that there's some hands up and i want to get to them during this hour before we get into all the shenanigans in hour two and three so let's do that now uh shell i know that um we've got some folks here i'm gonna let you direct and send whoever my way that that you need to
7: Oh, my bad. Thomas. It's Tom. I was just talking about James. Thomas, go ahead.
4: No worries, Shell. So uh, Drew and Tom, I I guess I'd like to leave this one to you. You guys have already brought up some great points. We can talk about Tucker or we can talk about the DOJ. Please let me know what you guys want to, and I'll comment on it. Uh, Tom, I'll let you pick. You're out of the studio today. DOJ. Okay. Okay, so DOJ and Enrique Tarrio's sentence as compared to the likes of, let's say, you know, just saying Maxwell sentence
1: only goes to prove, once again, the realization of the federal government against people, which I, I think
9: more people are starting to wake up and I'm glad to see that realization. So anyways, that's my short.
2: Yeah, I love it. I like that we got an option today. This yeah. is kind of fun. Yeah. I like choose your own
4: adventure. <laughs> Okay, DOJ. Turn to
2: Choose page seven, Tom. I'll let you. You chose the topic. I'll let you respond. Yeah,
3: I, I think this is a, a great example of the two different justice systems we have. There, if you're if you're on the right team, you get protected through the through the legal system. If you're on the wrong team, uh, all bets are off. You have no idea what's going to happen to you. That's why I'm a huge proponent of jury nullification. I think
2: more people need to be aware of it. There we go. We talked about it last week, earlier this week, last week, it was last week. It's all coming together. Shell, who we got next? We've got AC Truth. Hey, AC, how are you? you.
10: I'm doing great. So I'm gonna bring up both points. My first being Obama, if he were to come out or it were to come out that he was gay, the far left may be okay with it, but the black community will not be okay with that happening. Um, in fact, they will start to question everything because they've pushed back against the LGBTQ uh, trans movement in their schools, and they will feel like they had been lied to and told that anyone who questioned Obama's policies was a conspiracy theorist. And then on top of that, it would start to make them question if he was honest about his birth certificate. So that's the one point that would lose a significant amount of voters and some of the other ones who stuck their head out there and said, no, he's not gay, and then they would feel um, like they'd been lied to. And my second point is Enrique Enrico Tarrio. These guys popped up because they were pushing back against Antifa. They got on the streets because we were waiting on our government and our local authorities to actually do something in our cities as they were burning down. We had people afraid to go to businesses. There were uh, uh, plywood put on business um, windows. People were getting attacked in their cars, and so they stood up against Antifa. And our government allowed for regular citizens to get beat up and uh, cities to learn uh, to lose tons. Of, of of money and catch fire, and what's interesting is how did he start January sixth? Um, when that was Ali Alexander's big—that uh, was his baby, and that was his push, and he was known to be really close with John McCain. And the fact that they haven't even brought Ali Alexander in, and he hasn't even gotten in trouble for the fact that he hits on underage boys, like, like Lance videos, that there's plenty of evidence. And um, so, you know, that just tells me that the deep state is working along the lines and why Meghan McCain has been so outspoken and is willing to vote Democrat to hide um, the affiliate with her dad and the things that went on behind those scenes. So we get the Enrico Tarios, the Proud Boys and these other guys who popped up to actually do something while everyone sat at home, either on the left queue watching the dominoes fall or on the right queue eating their popcorn. So I've been absolutely disgusted. I mean, I'm sure he needed a talking to and I'm sure some of these guys need to be redirected. But if our government had done what they were supposed to, we wouldn't have these issues at all
2: hundred percent. There was a lot of, uh, I, I feel like you always bring a lot of truth there, AC, uh, which is makes sense. Cause it's in your name, AC truth, but the, I, let's go back to, well, let, let me go backwards. Um, the, 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 the all the Enrique stuff. I agree. I mean, look I, I, look, I don't prescribe to a lot of these different groups. I knew a lot of them. Joe big's been on the show uh, countless times, taking yeah. them to lunch multiple times, gone and gotten drinks to the much bunch of times. Uh, I think a lot of them very misunderstood and and there was a reason, there was a, a very clear reason why they why they started these, you know, obviously it goes back to Gavin and some of the other stuff, but the more recent iterations of, of Proud Boys, I don't condone everything they did everywhere they did it, but I totally understand why they did it. I totally understand what they were trying to do, and it is the failures of our government and, and local community, law enforcement, all those types of things, 100%, totally get it, and there's so many people. that That's what's so ridiculous about this whole thing, is There's so many people who aren't getting as much as a slap on the wrist for their involvement, and, and it shows just how deep, to your point, this thing was, how the planning was, who was involved, who was on the take, who wasn't, and how some people got hung out to dry, and sadly, it's not going to end. I mean, again, you're seeing people years later, just now, getting arrested. There's the whole— you know, everyone's talking about the Liberty Safe story and so many other things. There's so many layers to this thing to peel. We don't have time to, to do it this very second. But I want to hit the Obama piece because I think that's a really interesting point. You're right. I think you're I think you're and I don't know what your take is on this, Tom, but the black community would be pissed if they came out. And he was like, yeah, I like dudes. I like dudes a lot because most of them are not on board with that. They were on board with him. There was a lot of identity politics going on in that election, just like there were in, in the subsequent elections, and there still are today. That's a problem that we have in our country. But but I, I think AC's is onto something. I think that they would be very disenfranchised, and it would open them up to some vulnerabilities for sure.
3: Oh, 100%. All you have to do is go back to the 2020, uh, the, the lead-up but the campaign season before before Biden was installed, and see how Pete Buttigieg was polling in the African American community. That's one of the reasons why he got out of the race because he knew that he he would he didn't have any support there. I mean, some polls that I saw he was in the negatives. So yeah. AC is absolutely correct with that. I I do think that that if if Obama were come come out as gay or bisexual, his stock would rise amongst whites, but. With blacks and Hispanics, I think it would go down and it would go down rapidly.
2: Yeah. No, great point. Great point. We need to we need to have more discussion on that. We're gonna need more gin for it. But we'll get Brenda on that. <laughs> we fired Brenda. Brenda, son of a bitch. Um Shell, do we but have Lectern guy? Remember, I wanted to... l- uh, Let just, me do this, one, Tom. I don't we... want to cut you off, but okay. but uh Lectern guy remember remember there was a an individual you might know as the Lectern guy who took a lectern. During those days. Well, he's here, and I think he's got a mic. So if he doesn't, I know he's short on time, so we're glad you're here, and I'd love to to get your commentary.
11: Go ahead, hun.
10: Lectern guy, can you hear us? I don't know if he's having a mic issue. Lectern guy?
6: As far as Enrico Tario goes, I, I, I have this image of that Gaston flag, and at this point, they are just taking the heads
4: off snakes, right? The people who.
2: So we're losing you a little bit. You're cutting in and out. We got some of it on Enrique. Um, can you hear us? Well, this
4: is a bummer i really yeah. wanted to hear what he had to say let's see if we can get him to we'll dm him and see if we can get him on a later show possibly
2: yeah let's let's make it happen uh um shell maybe do we have any other hands up in the meantime we
10: certainly do we've got that pissed off texan let's Ooh. get that pissed
2: off texan and let's send would- an lectern guy if we can a dm and see if he can just come back on as a guest
11: the lectern guy wow okay all right uh, uh yeah this is p.o texan logical uh, redneck that's all i am just logical redneck but i think what we should do just for starters is we need to staff all of the post-presidential secret service that are assigned to obama and do it uh, with these drag guys just you know teach them how to do this and all that kind of stuff and as they start falling off well they're going to go to the shows and they're going to start talking and all that stuff. And the truth will come out through the back door. We'll know about that at that point in time. And as far as all this stuff, I think Lecter was talking about the gas and flag. What they're doing is taking the head off the snake and then thinking if they, if they can take down the, uh, the leadership, that the rest of the snake will die. Yeah. I really believe that's what he's trying to say. And uh, I don't mean to speak for you, lectern, but uh, I don't mean to take any wind out of your sails. But fact of the matter is we're in trouble with friends and neighbors, and your best bet is to get involved locally and start there.
2: Yeah, and I think 100% it's, it's always about starting local for sure and always appreciate your commentary, P.O. Texan. Um, and I, from, from the pieces we got because it was broken just because of comms and, and technology, That that's kind of my sense as well. But here, here, and I'm not suggesting that you're suggesting that that's how it would actually go. I think it's probably the the the, the opposite of that. But, but this is what they don't understand. You know, for, for me, for example, I'm the kind like I, I've told I, I've told you I, I go from zero to sixty. I don't have, or, or maybe sixty is not fast enough. But I go from zero to 120 really <laughs> quick, and there's no in between. So I know personally not to wade into those kind of middle waters. It's kind of just let me know when it's game time kind of a deal. But I think what where they are failing is they've been so smart and so strategic in terms of how they have laid out these traps, set up the game, set up how things are going to go, set up their narratives. Here's what we're going to say once this happens. Here's how we're going to vote. Here's what some of our friends on the on the right in terms of so-called elected representatives are going to say and how they're going to vote with us, how they're going to come along with us. We're going to go this way, and we're going to push ahead, and, we're, and it's going to be—it's going to be huge, right? The impact's going to be huge. That's—that's, that's, I think, where they've been successful. Where they have failed is they never understood in the first place the American people. They—they they never understood how we operate and how much, moreover, how much we love this country. They say it. They know it. You remember, there's Michelle talking about not getting how you know about the flag. Her whole comments about the flag. But they don't really get how much we love this country. And in the end, it's not one of those situations where you cut the head off and everything goes to shit, right? It rarely is that way. I worked in counterterrorism my whole adult life. Almost never did we kill the leader of a terror group and then the terror group just went away. Yeah, It's just, it has happened. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but it rarely does. There's like, someone waiting in the wings, and the whole thing keeps perpetuating, you know, and, and, and there's truth to the comment of when we kill people, you know, okay, well, you just raised another generation of terrorists. Yeah, it was really fun doing it. It's really fun doing it. We'll, we'll see you in a few years. But, but, but I don't think that they understand how it works with us because you can't—and and, and first of all, most people don't. I'm not trying to slam the Proud Boys here, but most people don't identify with the Proud Boys. People identify with the freedoms our country has to offer us. If they see those being taken away from them or anyone out there, you can, you can take as, well, as many people away as you want to prison or to jail. All it's going to do is wake up more people and cause a revolution. And I think the, catch, catch, the tricky part with this is that's what they want, because it feeds the narrative, right, that we're domestic extremists and, and white nationalists and all these things, which are just not true at all. But they also don't understand where it will go. And I'm not suggesting it. I'm not calling for it. I, I'm just saying it, it, it's not going to work that way. We, we will not go quietly. And in the end, as much shit as we're going through as a country, and particularly those who love the country on the right side of the aisle, I, in the end, I really am confident that we do win this. It's just it, there's going to be some nastiness. And I don't think they've accounted for all of it. I know there's one other hand up, but Tom, do you have anything on that?
3: I'm just going to—my my only point with the Proud Boys is I've always looked at the Proud Boys as being like when Curtis Sliwa founded the Guardian Angels in New York back in, was in the late 1970s, 1980s, crime was off the hook. And he thought that he needed to do something to try and make subways and neighborhoods safer because the police weren't doing it. And I feel that the Proud Boys were, were, were in line more with the Guardian Angels than— Anything else? Where they saw where the country was going, they saw Antifa running wild in the streets, and they felt that it was their moral duty as an American, an imperative of theirs, to stand up for people who are being victimized by this group that was was let to to run through, run free in the streets, destroy property, destroy people's businesses, and inflict pain and, and, and hurt on people. That's how I that's how I viewed the Proud Boys. But the way that I see how the Department of Justice and the FBI is going after them, there's like every other narrative they set up, they set up this Greek tragedy. So they needed a villain. And so they use the Proud Boys as their foil. And everything, because you need, you need a face, just like on the War of Terror, Osama bin Laden became, became the face of terrorism. And it was going after him, he became the number one guy. So by default, that's what the proud boys found themselves in with the narrative that was being set up by the Intel community.:
2: Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I think they get a bad rap. Again, I just don't like groups and I, I knew tons of them. I remember people asking me because I knew some of them, never did anything with them, which I'm not saying to like distance myself in this now. I just don't like stuff like that in general. but how, how do I get in contact? And pass pass some people on. Hey, you should talk to this guy. You should talk to this guy. You should talk to—I'm not going to name names, but you should talk to these people. Um, Absolutely. And and in, in a number of situations, it was just the presence, right? Because what scares someone who's a mouth breather in Antifa? Someone someone who's strong, someone who's strong, someone who cares about things that are real, not hot pockets and masturbations in, 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 in your parents' bathroom. Because that's
4: the like, that's Antifa's That's like their thing. Yeah, it's on like yeah. t shirts. Their mantra. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. But
2: but I mean it's <laughs> and I, and honestly, I don't think people do that in their parents' bathroom. I don't know why I said it that way.
4: You but, never know. Let's but, not rule anything out. I it's mean. wherever <laughs> you can
2: find some space. Um but but no, I, I I agree with you, Tom. I think that's right. Let's um let's get to stealth virologist though, who remarkably hasn't left after that comment. So I know you've had your <laughs> hands up. Uh, what do you have?
12: I just heard hot pockets. I'm working on some papers, or anyways. So um so in regards to Mr. Tarrio and what's been happening in just the lawfare against both the president and these individuals, I think we've all seen a Mr. Epps on screen, and yet nothing has happened to somebody like him and somebody's serving now 22 years, and, and God willing, pe- things will be appealed and, and some justice will come of this. I never followed um, the, his organization. I don't know any of the statements they've made one way or the other, but um, there's enough people that I trust on the spaces that um, that have explained to me that, uh, well, I personally believe there's 22 years is ridiculous, you yeah. know, and, and even people who have who have um, they killed and raped uh, you know, women and children and everything don't even go to jail anymore that we've been seeing. So it's is, uh, a very, very sad times. So that's uh, the law fair that's going on is something we've never seen before. And um, I just was watching Fox News just had something regarding Trump and the 14th Amendment, which is making my blood boil. And they had um, also Comer subpoenaing Mayorkas' secret service over a tip off of Hunter Biden's tax, pro- uh, tax probe interview. So that just came out this morning. Uh, Five hours ago, this is another example of lawfare from the left. Um, I, I don't understand how they don't think the pendulum will swing—not swing the other way. It may not for many years. That's my biggest concern. Um, we have to um, get tough from a legal perspective. We need to have our own Project 65 project, whatever that is. You know, I know it's disgusting to think that we have to stoop to those types of levels, but they're playing guerrilla warfare, and uh, meanwhile, our men are going to jail for 22 years, and they're not even there. I mean, I'm sure there's other reasons why they gave these types of sentences, but nothing that I've seen justified as of yet. And, and I'm not fully educated on it. So um, I don't support anybody uh, going away for that. It's just ridiculous. So I don't even need to justify what they've done. But with the situation with the Comer subpoenas of Mayorkas, uh a uh, Subpoenaing Majorca and the Secret Service's communication of tipping off Hunter Biden. Um, this is another example of lawfare. And while we're all focusing on, you know, some some of the nonsense on Twitter, they're making moves all day long, and um, and we have yet to see some action. So I, I'd like to understand what's going to happen with the Fourteenth Amendment. They're piling on and piling on and piling on, and you know, you know, thank God, Mr. Uh, President uh, Trump has the financial capabilities to fight this, but you have to have lawyers that are not afraid that they might end up, God forbid, in jail, right? Yeah. So um, there's, yeah. So I just wanted to know what you guys think about that. Thanks so much for yeah. being hilarious and I'm being so <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, we try to have some some fun um, for sure and we're glad you're here and commenting as always. I think on the lawfare stuff, you're 100% right. I think on the sentencing, it, it it's, look, this is purely to send a message. It is, it is to make examples out of people. It is not warranted. J6 was not a good day for the country, but J6 was also a fabricated and created event. This was a made-for-TV type event. So, uh, it, it, you know, you, you've got these, these charges, and you've got, to your point, stealth virologist, you've got, you've got folks who are committing the most heinous crimes who don't see this kind of time. We're talking later in the show today, if we get to it. Later in the show today, how about in California, you know, all these places are making it, you know, legal to steal up to a certain amount of stuff. Just steal whatever you want. Here's a, a free... thousand
12: bucks. Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Here's a free so a, drug yeah. vending machine. Yeah. Well, there's 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 a new law that might get passed in California where you could get arrested and face an $18,000 fine for just confronting someone who's stealing shit. Brilliant. Yes. It's it, it's all literally the,
12: stores, the security guys. Yep. The yeah, security it's, guys it's
2: it's hit... in, Yeah, it's insane. So so on the lawfare stuff that's that. On 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 the 14th amendment stuff, look, they're going to go hard to the hoop, the lawyers. You, you look at the the Georgia indictment. The 18 people plus Trump. The the other 18 people, the vast majority of them were literally lawyers just doing legal stuff. Now there's some ones in there that I disagree with. I'm not big on Sidney Powell. I'm not big on a couple of the others, but but they were just they were essentially charged for doing their job and 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 what these all these indictments come down to—and again, I say this as not being the biggest Trump person out there. I love him. I voted for him twice. I would vote—I would vote for him again, but I'm not, like, all up in him like Obama would get up in somebody. I just—I like him, respect his policies. (laughs) Maybe that was too much of a visual. Yep. But— its it, all the charges are ridiculous and they just boil down to hurt he hurt my feelings and he's threatening my way of life. And that's why we're doing this. And that's why we've set up events. We've gone to the lengths to set up an event like January 6th. We've gone to, to the stuff where we're, we're creating the narratives around uh, conservatives in America with the kidnapping of, of Gretchen Whitman, which was all proven to be bogus with, with people on school boards to, to all of this, this just nonsense. It's absolutely
4: categorically, Insane. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I have my hand up. Good job. Yes. Go? <laughs> oh yes. Oh crap. Now it's my turn. No. Uh, I've talked with some family members who, you know, they, they were excited. Oh, he's getting indicted. Can you believe it? They caught him on all these things. And I just say, hey, look, can we just go over the list of things that him and his team are being accused of doing? And I'm like, this is, you know, the legal team doing their job. Someone make sending a text message. Someone renting a room at a ho- uh, a meeting room at a hotel. And then their eyes open. They're like. Oh, this sounds like a witch hunt. Welcome to the club. You figured it out. You know, (laughs) it was just one of those things like if you do the research as opposed to listening to the mainstream media, you'll see because the mainstream media is not going to dive into the details. They're just going to sit there and and be like, oh, yeah, he's getting indicted. His whole team's going in, too. When you go into the details, you realize this is a sham. and They're grasping for straws. And the fact is right now they've grabbed all the straws and they're hoping that something sticks. Yeah
3: we, That's we it. are re, we are reliving the Salem witch trials and instead of witches going on trial it's republicans going on trial or conservatives going on trial it, it's the same it, it, uh, you prove you're not a witch well let's throw him in a lake and if he if he comes to if they surface to the top then then they are a witch but if they sink down and drown then they're not a witch it, it, it is just the absurdness that our country is operating under is, is like a, a freaked out junkie that feels like the police are, are on his tail, and he's got to get away, and he's all coked up, and he, he's just trying to get somewhere, and, and, try, and try to thro- throw the cops off his trail, and if he could just get one more hit, or, or throw somebody else under the bus, everything's going to be fine, and get back to the way it is, but it never ends that way, it never ends
2: well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, as always, a great analogy from Tom Cunningham. Uh, but, but you're right. You're right. It 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 is. Um, listen, we're up against a break. We're actually past a break by a good bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I want to get to question of the day. Ooh, okay. I wasn't ready for it. Sorry, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm catching you. There it is. With, with your pants down. No. It, well, it looks, my pants are on. Looks Don't, like this, they are to like, me. There's a wall here. Here's The question of the day. <laughs> do you think the January 6th detainees? whichever one it could be the, the 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 tarios the bigs it could be other folks who are serving lesser time it could be anyone do you think the j6 detainees serve all of their time meaning 17 years for bigs 22 years for tario blankety blank for whoever do you think they serve all their time we would have to get some some wins there yeah to there's plenty of there's plenty of documentation and proof as to why they shouldn't but but do you think they serve all their time? That's the question of the day. Send your responses in on whichever platform you are watching. Uh, you folks on X Spaces, we can talk about it here in a little bit. When we come back from the break, we got plenty more to get to. Stay with us, tons to cover today.
0: Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show related sweepstakes, and other in studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
1: How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare
6: isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company,
1: an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company.
6: Telehealth company called The
1: Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage, and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance substances combating this man-made disaster.
8: the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty.
10: Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited-edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right. Get a queen-size MyPillow
8: for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow,
2: All right, so let's talk about this question of the
4: day. I already forgot what it was. No, I remember what it is now. There it is. (laughs) Great. Great. You're not going
2: to do well in the next topic that I'm going to get into in a second. Um, But the question was, do you think that the J6 detainees will serve their full sentence? I'm going to get to you X-Space folks on this later. So you got to hold your water on this because we got a couple topics I want to hit before we get into a discussion with you. Uh, Feathercatcher says no. Ginger, no, really hope not. Other people talking about Bill Gates. Makes sense. I get it. Um, nope, says Jill. Nope. Commuted, says Foster. Uh, lots of mostly no. mostly no. Tom, what do you think?
4: Oh, hang on. You're muted, Tom. One Sorry, second, one Tom second, muted. one second. All right, now you're unmuted, Tom.
2: <laughs> I don't think they'll, full, they'll
3: serve their full sentence, but they're going to serve a big chunk of it.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, because we've got a lot to cover. We've got a lot to... A lot of, of of wrongs we've got to right. I hate those that stupid saying, but I just said it anyways. Before that happens, right? You're not no one under the current regime, ours or anyone that we've got. Like no one's going to commute this. No one's going to make it shorter. It's going to take us winning
4: and winning with people who have some significant balls. Well, I did read an article before we went on that. Um Desantis said that he would pardon. Yeah, yeah, he would if he gets in office and everything. Smart move. That's a smart move. Come out and say it now. Get it out of the way. Get it out of there now.
2: I mean, they all should say that. They all should say that. I'm, I'm not on any of their, their uh, campaign budgets. There's a lot of people out there, and you know who they are because they're fighting with each other. But, but there's, there's, there's. That's a smart move to say that. But again. You've got to we've got to get someone into the White House. We've got to control some some other mechanisms as well. And we've got to have someone and some ones, multiple people with big balls. I'm talking balls that like drag on the floor like a bulldog. Bulldog (laughs) testicles is what we're talking about. here. I had a friend, close family friend growing up, their dogs, testicles. I'm not joking. Almost touched the floor. Almost touched the floor. That, that, those are the kind of balls that we need.
4: Well, you guys be safe. Be smart. We're going to end the show now. We're I think. ending it yeah, now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i
2: getting cut off no. by my own staff. Um.
4: <laughs> no, But I, for, to, for my answer, I think it's a no, too. I mean, I think it's going to be a bulk. But it, you're right. There's someone that's going to have to come in and say, nope, we got to stop this. But right now, all the sentencings are happening right now. They're coming out. So it's it, it's we can't stop it before they get sentenced.
2: So, I'm going to go with a different answer. Ooh. I tend to agree with you, both you and Tom, a lot of the people in, in the various chat rooms. However, because I do not think we can win in 2024, mm. and if we don't win in 2024, no, it's not gonna happen. I'm a little concerned that we never win again. I, I'm I'm not committed to this answer. I'm just throwing it out for shits and gigs because it's called. You're playing devil's advocate. Show. I like yeah, it. I can, I can yeah. do whatever I want. Me and the gin are making decisions right now. I think <laughs> I got to smile at Tom on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think that I think that they they probably do get a shorter sense, but I think it's way closer to the full, if not full, because I'm really freaking concerned that we can't win again, and we're gonna need to win again for for anything remotely positive to happen with these cases. And that, that's why I'm going with that answer. I don't totally believe it because I think there's still hope, but but I'm going with that just to be super negative since you guys shared some positive thoughts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, then.
2: Thank Fantastic. you, Debbie <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You're welcome, America. Um, okay, so speaking of America and speaking of elections, this is a, see, this is a great segue. This is natural. What do you guys think about taking a civics test in order to vote. And I bring it up because that idea has been suggested by Vivek Ramaswamy, who is running for president. And Jesse Waters put that question to a test on the streets of New York. Roll the clip. Presidential candidate Vivek
6: Ramaswamy isn't so sure 18-year-olds are ready for that kind of responsibility. He's proposing a constitutional amendment hey. that would make 18 to 24-year-olds pass a civics test before they had the right to vote. It's the same test immigrants take before they become citizens. If you pass, congrats. Here's your registration form. But if you fail, you'd have to wait until your 25th birthday to vote, unless you do six months of military or first responder service. Primetime was intrigued by this idea, so we decided to put it to the test.
13: What is the supreme law of the land? Don't rob, don't kill, don't steal.
0: Love your neighbor as yourself.
13: Declaration of Independence.
1: Unity, diversity.
13: Constitution. Okay. We have a thing called the Constitution, which I cherish. What is the name of the economic system we have here in the United States?
14: Uh, I couldn't tell you. The dollar bill. Dollar, dollar bill, (laughs) y'all. Capitalism. (laughs) Capitalism. Democratic socialism.
13: Thank God it's not. Can you name the three branches of government? Oh my God, Uh,
10: I actually can't do that.
13: Can I get some help? Hands up. There's no phone. I
10: surrender.
1: I give up.
13: Legislative. Yikes.
5: (laughs) Judicial. Legislative. Executive. There, there she is report. Uh, I haven't studied this. I don't know.
13: How many original colonies were there? I'm going to take a strong guess and say 25. Uh, so 10. That's not strong. Uh, 13? Hey.
10: I don't I don't know. <laughs>
13: I didn't mean
7: to say that.
13: Name ah. some of them. Women. Uh, Florida. Uh, United States, Frank, Spain, and Brazil. Uh, Maryland, <laughs> Delaware, Virginia, <laughs> Pennsylvania was the best because it was the spookiest.
4: Woo!
13: <laughs> Women didn't always have the right to vote, do you remember when they gained the right? Uh, the, 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 the It's on the tip of my tongue. Spit it out. After World War II. Uh,
1: 1862. Uh, 1942. Uh, <laughs> 1980. 1920. Go ahead and clap.
6: <laughs> what is the name of our national anthem? Is there another name other than the national anthem? Oh, my
5: God. Um...
6: Star Strangled Banner?
13: The Star Strangled Banner. Uh, Strangled? Who did it strangle? The United States. Good morning, Rat. Who are you? What is this? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. You're going to be on Jesse Waters Prime Time. What do you want to tell Jesse Waters of Fox News Channel? Jesse Waters, um, have a great day. Not good on the spot. Not a tester. Keep doing cartwheels. I hear that you have great maple syrup, Jesse. Where'd you hear that from? I heard it from the grapevine.
2: Okay, hold on. Heard it through the grapevine. Can we just, okay, off the top the the one chick in the in the pink kind of cute really dumb she's kind of like she gets the AOC award that guy at the end who is doing something with his hands like don't do that in in your response <laughs> that was not that was not smart but all over the top over the top here i shouldn't have said all over after doing that hand gesture that's not good but our public school system has failed those are some dumb motherfuckers right there
3: Oh yeah, I you know I, I'm kind of confused. I'm not sure if I like Kathy Griffin's new haircut. It, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have gone with that, but I would expect a lot more out of her.
2: Yeah, you you, you would think, right? you would think. But I mean, you, you see, uh, we haven't seen Jesse do these kinds of events for a long time. Some of the street stuff he's been doing them again recently, and it's not uh, not Jesse, but Jesse's show in this case, not him him himself, but. You see this, you see others. We, we did them when we were on One America News for a while out in Los Angeles. And Those were fun. They were so good. Oh, my gosh, they were so fun. But here's, here's, here's the not fun part about it is we've got a lot of dumb people. Yep. We just do. You know some. You're not one of them if you're here, very, very likely. But there's a lot of them out there. And anytime someone does these things, it just further proves it. Also, our elections kind of further prove it. There's some 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 fraud going on, yes. There's all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes. But there's also just some not smart voters. So it brings it to the question, right? The question of the day. Not really the question of the day. Don't play the bell. Don't get excited. Maybe do. I don't know.
4: I can but, do it if you but want. But
2: no, it's... Should there be... Vivek says, 25 years old, and you should have to take a test.
4: No, 18... You take a test. If you fail it, oh, 25, it it, or or you do six months of in the government, and then you can vote. That was what they said.
2: <laughs> As if serving in the government <laughs> does anything other than ruin you. Dear God, help us. Okay, I had that wrong. Eighteen. Take a test. If you fail, if you fail twenty-five. That's or test. you do six months of, of time in the government. Yeah. If you spill on that fucking, it's tricast. it's empty. Okay.
4: It's an empty cup. <laughs>
2: um, what do we think about this, Tom?
3: I don't like any kind of tests for anything, especially when the government's involved, because you could just go right down the Bill of Rights and you could have a test for, oh, you want your free speech license? Here you go. And I'm also confused on ages, because we have, in Vevek's case, it's Extending it to 25. We heard Obama back when Obamacare was happening. You can keep your kids on your insurance until they're 27. 27 isn't a kid, that's an adult. And then you have other people wanting nine year olds to cut their dicks off. So I just, this, this, there's a whole spectrum of ages. So I I don't think if you're old enough to vote, you probably shouldn't be mutilating yourself. So I think we should start there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. As far as having to take a test, the test should be done in school. And if you get out of school not knowing this, then, you know, I have felt this for a long period of time. The Department of Education needs to be dumped. Brandi Weingart needs to be thrown out on her ass. And that whole bureaucracy needs to be scattered into the wind, because clearly— our test scores as a rate around the world or it, it just our knowledge of things in math and science are going straight down straight downhill and have been ever since the nea was
2: founded yeah no i agree i i i agree do you have something? Well, i was
4: just gonna say it it also goes down to the teachers they need to care about this stuff when when I was in school, I had teachers that cared. We learned all those was stuff that we, like, you need to know this. You ha- this is part of our history. You need to know the answers to these questions. And they cared. But now the teachers don't care. They only care about getting their own ideologies, their political views into the kids that are there at any age group. Yeah. that's oh, that, And if it becomes the one, like Tom saying, if it becomes in school, great. Put it part of the standardized testing that happens, and they have to pass it. But the thing is, is you have to have teachers that really care about it. Right. That's at the end of the day or have parents that care about it. Well, and well, and it goes, but it goes beyond that.
2: You've yeah. got to have people that care about it. I mean, we have a culture that doesn't care about these things. Don't really care about our country. Why? Because our country and, and the people who pour into them tell them just to care about themselves or they don't say anything. And then as a result, that the, the individuals just end up caring about themselves. But I, yeah, I agree, Tom. I, I'm not for a test, right? Because unless I can have someone take it for me um i'll well, be a cliff's <laughs> notes that, not that's made for, a, for it or a test because that's not who we are we just need to be better we need to be better i am for i i am for and i've said this multiple times before on the show i am for raising the age of voting to 25 unless you're in the military sign up to do a real person's job in the military serve your country you you get an exception otherwise and, and even honestly 25 25 might be low you don't know shit at 25. You don't know shit at, at some cases at 30 or 35. You've got to have real real world experience. There's still going to be plenty. We know people who are, I mean, look at look at a lot of people we all know who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, who are still dumb as a pile of rocks. But you at least have life experience if you're up there. So I, I've always been kind of for that. Uh, I know that can be controversial to some, but I, I, I'm I'm anti-test pro-raising the age uh, because I, I think it's important that you have a little bit more life experience before you actually weigh into something that's going to not only affect your life but all of our lives.
4: Yeah, at 18, you have had no experience in life where the government has screwed you over or helped you. You haven't. At that point, when you're going to vote for the first time, you're going to your parents, going, "Who should I vote for? Why should I?" And like, because you're just you're so young. You've been enthralled in testing for the past. 10 years of your life of just trying to graduate from high school. That's all you want to do, get into college. You're figuring out when your parents are actually asleep so you can put on Cinemax.
2: Yeah. It's it's a (laughs) different
4: different game. Yeah, and so to be like, hey, go vote for a president. I remember when I turned 18, I remember getting my voter registration card. I asked my dad, who should I vote for? And he said, hey, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but I'm going to help you get educated on who's running. Let's go sit down. And he taught me how to look at every candidate on both sides, learn about it. I was the rare kid that got that education from my from my dad. Not everyone gets it. There's go, oh just vote blue, vote red, you know, doesn't matter, just go down the line, vote that way, you're done and you can leave. And it's
3: I also I also think too, well, first of all, when you're 18 years old, you're only 2 years removed from getting your driver's license. You barely know how to drive a car at that point. Right. But also when when the when 18 became the legal age of adulthood, The whole country and the whole world was totally different, and life expectancies were a lot different. So, if you, you know, Drew, if you're talking about, you know, going to the age of 25, you know, is it now, are we at a point in the evolution of mankind where do we know that the human brain isn't fully formed until the age of 25? And so, therefore, do we delay becoming an adult and say 18 is no longer. The, the, the age of adulthood and extend it to 21 or 22? I I just don't know. It's all, there's there seems to be so many different variables and factors out there to take into consideration of what you're gonna consider an adult to be. And yeah. I, you know, as I said, I feel like that since our life expectancies are getting longer, What's the point of jumping into adulthood at eighteen and living till you're ninety? Right. It, that that seems like there there seems to be some kind of a space in there. I know for a lot of people, it's college being that transition from teenager to adult and then going. But not everybody goes to college. You know, when should you be able to enter the workforce? Though so that goes back to eighteen. As far as you know, when. That age became the sign of adulthood because you would finish high school and start working in a factory.
2: Yeah. No, well, I, no, I mean it, it, it's tricky to figure out what that, what that, and, it's, and, it, and that's the thing is it's different for everyone. It's different from generation to generation. I don't. I'm not even certain I'm an adult yet. No. It, it clearly, <laughs> I no. I if I'm being honest, I don't think I am. I have a wife and four children, a home, multiple cars and vehicles, and. Normal, but your wife takes care of you. But exactly, yeah. she she raises us five, my four <laughs> kids and me, <laughs> and, and a an do- Afghan and a dog, and an a and a dog. Yeah. I I'm not quite sure I'm there yet, so maybe I shouldn't be voting either. <laughs> I don't I don't. But
3: you have a level
4: head on your shoulders. We,
2: we
3: spent an hour an hour and a half last night texting and laughing about somebody who had diarrhea on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that is not very adult.
2: <laughs> you know what? I won't. I won't vote. <laughs> <laughs> I can't vote in the next primary because I disassociated myself with the Republicans because uh. I hate themselves the, the, them, them so much, um, which has its pluses and negatives. Um, but but no, I mean I look, yeah, it, it's it's tricky. It's it's probably not going to change, so it's probably a, fr- a fruitless conversation. But I do think—I I think the concept of us having people who can't even buy a, a beer, I know they're getting it, but, like, they can't buy a beer legally. They can't buy or do a lot of things legally are getting to determine things. And I also think it's ludicrous that everyone thinks that all the votes matter and we, the people, get to determine things because I just don't think that's the state where we're in as a country, as, as ridiculous and sad and troubling as all that is. is it, it, People are— left or right, installed into these positions. There is this fake feeling that we have some involvement, and we do, but there's the fudge factor. There's the fudge factor for them in permanent Washington, like, okay, they're saying this, we should keep that into consideration, we should take or take that into consideration, but we've already kind of told this guy he's going to be president, and here are his cabinet members. Here's who he's going to put forward. For, for SCOTUS because there's a seat coming up. Here's I, it the, the, the whole thing is so freaking just jacked up that it's it's almost impossible to talk about. I know we do. That's what we get paid to do for a living. That's what we do. But like you, 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 you fix this or you talk about this. Oh, if you fix this, this will change things. Like, well, but no, it won't. You have to literally overhaul everything. Everyone who has, who has developed and or exacerbated this corrupt system that is D.C., has to face the ultimate price payment. You know, there has to be some sort of significant change where no one's ever like, should we just try and sneak this one by them again? There has to be such significant ramifications, <clears throat> excuse me, that that's, that's, that's where a change really is going to happen. And I just don't think that we're going to get there, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, there's so much weeding out of the corruption, (coughs) uh, you know, starting with the intel community, with with everybody who lied about the Hunter laptop being earmarks of Russian, Russian disinformation. They all knew that it was fake and it was a lie, and they put earmarks in there, earmarks of Russian disinformation, so they wouldn't be called liars. That's the reason why they did that, and they know that the... The dutiful media wouldn't bring up that one phrase and call them out on it saying that's a bunch of bullshit. You all are lying. And here's the proof of it because you put this way, this little caveat in there so you can get out when you have to and weasel your way out. So you would have to start by going to each one of the Intel uh, services and fire at least 10 or 15 down from the top. Yeah. And then once you got rid of them, you would have to revoke their top se- secret security clearances. And then to bring in new people, we can't with all the the federal agencies that we have this revolving door of you going in, doing your time in this federal agency, and then getting on the board of directors at Raytheon or Lockheed Martin or Pfizer. That that all has to stop, and and try try and try and put that horse back in the barn.
2: Yeah, well, you. Did, I mean, you're right. You can't. I mean, and that's the thing is 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 you're, you, you, I can't think of the right analogy here, but you're you're trying to like force something back in, right? You're trying to force it in, and you can't reach over here. And as you're shoving this down in over here, it's popping up over there. You can't like you just can't. You can't really do it, and that's that's kind of the conundrum that we find ourselves in. And that's why I'm pro balkanization. Let's just let's just do this we hate each other there's people like no that this is our entire country we get to keep it all like yeah but it's not going to work that way let's just let's just let the balkanization happen we'll have passports for when we go to support our sports teams in the socialist <laughs> states of america you know we'll do things the way we want in the real united states of america it'll be awesome fourth of july is still going to be awesome football still going to be awesome Thanksgiving, all the things that we like, still going to be great. Just let them do their thing. They can kill their babies, burn cities to the ground, take all sorts of things. They can take as many vaccines as they want. I, that, I, I'm just at that point. And, I, and I hate being at that point. Everyone's like, oh, you, you you seem to celebrate this and really like this. No, I don't at all. But I also just am a realist. And I see that we're not going to ever get along with them. And, and the government that's trying to control everything centralized out of D.C. doesn't like us, doesn't like the country that we support, the country that they supposedly represent. They do not like like that. How, how, how you can't you can't reconcile that.
3: Yeah, it, it, the, the text messaging from Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, where they were in, they could smell the Walmart people. That just shows you the disdain that they have for Middle America in red states. And I, I know that might be just a one-off. But in my heart of hearts, I know that's not a one-off. I know the vast majority of people who work for the federal government in D.C. feel that way. They feel that they know better than everybody else, and everybody else needs to have forced compliance thrust on them, So, because none of us know any better. We're just a bunch of stupid rubes who just go about our daily life thinking that, uh, you know, praying to our God and holding on to our Bibles and our guns, as Obama said. The disdain that they have for the average American is palatable now. Yeah. And it, it it's always been there, but now it is like it, it's at it's over the surface. It's like coming over the walls of uh of the levees in New Orleans. That's how much it, it, it's overflowing onto this, this disgust that the the federal government has for its citizens.
2: Yeah no it absolutely is um it's 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 ridiculous i want to i want to do this we've got i'm going to break kind of our trend here normally you're breaking policy breaking policy okay uh it's called this is my show i can do that we've got a hand up in x spaces i'm going to go to you so shell let's toss it over there let's have this conversation then after that we'll go to break
9: okay we had raffi steph up Rafi, you still got a question? Yeah. No, I was going to say, first of all, I completely agree with Sam, but I hope we come to a tipping point where the American people realize what's going on. And when you talked about the 18 years old uh, when we come to adulthood, I think they want to bring it down to three-year-olds, so what they do with the gender stuff. They yeah. say, oh, when a three-year-old says that's right, <laughs> I realized that, you know, and also because I think they're pushing everything now the transgender issue because they don't, once the Supreme Court kind of said you have to bring the abortion back to the States and they don't know how to stop the growth of uh, wherever the Planned Parenthood stuff are. So that's the next best thing, cut them off when they're three years old and they can't have babies anymore yeah i would say for myself thank god i married 15 years i have six kids already waiting on number seven to arrive in a <laughs> month or so um and we're gonna try to fight as uh, to educate everyone on what's going on it's just when i hear you saying 18 should, even 18 well like we can't buy drink are 21 which doesn't make sense because vote but uh, the demon rats don't understand that they think they control us eventually we'll come to a tipping point where either it's another civil war I'm not calling for it if uh, any fbi people are listening <laughs> i'm just saying it, it's gotta because today you know after they enrique gets 22 years you know and he's never been there you never know what they're gonna come after us so eventually people i know people are still quiet We don't hear so much, Uh, obviously the fake news, you're not going to get anything, but uh, the people are coming up, we're getting the spaces, we get uh, whatever, Newsmax or whatever, Real Voices of America, but the point is people just eventually are going to get fed up also with Republicans, the rhinos, I don't understand what Kentucky is busy voting this uh, uh, Mitch McConnell and again and again and again, and if he's on the ballot, he's still going to win again, that's crazy, so also, Republicans have to realize we're at real war right now. It's information war, but it's gonna happen because everything we find out about. To me, I actually right now in the state where I don't believe a flying fuck that comes out of any politician besides Trump or Matt Gaetz or whatever, and I don't believe anything from the media because how many times they tell me there's a war in Ukraine? Yeah. Every video I see from Ukraine is parties.
2: Right now, it looks great yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah.
9: Exactly. So what? And all our money is going there instead of the Maui instead of to us. Yeah. So it comes to the point where I just don't believe any anyone. It's like you have to trust and not trust. That's what run around said: trust but verify. We cannot trust. We have to first verify because right now what they're feeding us is a, a bag full of hot. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, love I, I love it. I like yeah. you, Rafi.
2: You need to, you need to come back, um, agree with everything you said. And it's, it's remarkable going back to just the voting thing for a second and, and how they, they prey on the week. That's what the left does. That's they, they are our master manipulators. Uh, something that I can respect as in, in my old job where I was paid to do it for the safety of our people back here. It's different when you're doing it to your own people and you're destroying a country in the process. I mean, you've had people suggest people should be able to vote at 16. That's insane. That's insane. But everything that they continue to feed and 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 you talk about the 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 best last thing I'll do, and then we're going to toss the break is is talk about what you suggested with Kentucky and how it comes down to the folks in Kentucky who continue to yes, yes, there's stuff going on behind the scenes. There's money. There's power grabs. There's all of that. The system is not necessarily all in the hands of the voting. People, hundred percent. But the people of Kentucky do continue <clears throat> to vote in people like Mitch McConnell, who's been dead for for weeks now. And I'm not saying that like QAnon, he's dead. He just keeps <laughs> dying on camera, so I can only presume he's at least half dead. But but they keep doing it. Like we we have put ourselves in this situation as a country. We have to. You sound very smart. I, I think that we tend to be very smart on our show. Most of the people in this space on on Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you are—well, not YouTube because they didn't let this episode go out—but wherever we are, are very are very engaged, in tune with what things are 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 really like, what's really happening in our country. But there's a lot of us who, even even in that group, we still we let this happen. We've got to do better. We've got to be more informed. We have to push back in meaningful ways, ways that are going to change the system which will then subsequently change the outcome for us. Because as it stands right now, we're just being taken advantage of. We're being manipulated, taken advantage of, and they're laughing at us all the way to the bank. And the bank actually works here because they're all making a shit ton of money, and and we're not. So I uh, appreciate your comments, Rafi. Appreciate everyone who's been in the space today. Uh, we're going to come back to you. We've got more stuff. Tom's still here. We're going to get to our guests here at the top of the hour. Uh, tons to get to. First, we're going to take a break. Stay with us.
0: Today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
1: How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like
6: kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company.
1: Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage, and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster.
7: Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
2: welcome back folks we got some stuff to talk about that's always the case but the first thing i wanted to say it was just kind of off the cuff it's not part of the show today it's not in the notes it's not in the You're notes. deviating Time from the note, notes bullet points on this it's just it's 4:41 in the pm as the ladies man would say tom is not in studio today and I'm kind of jonesing for a snack, Tom. Tom usually is getting snacks. snack.
4: He wants a pizza. He's like, oh, where's my pizza? I was like, Tom's not here. I know. Where's my We've difference? we got to behave. We do have to behave. We've gotta we've gotta figure this out. Or is he already door dashed a pizza here? We just don't know it yet.
5: <laughs> don't, don't you do it. Don't you do it. Um,
4: and do it.
2: Send it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so I wanna I wanna segue from pizza into a woman walking into a classroom and just a thong and uh apparently a, a brazier of some sort here. There's no natural progression from, is that from this one or, to the other. Yep,
4: that's this one. Okay.
2: So because <clears throat> people should be able to dress how they want, right? As long as it's appropriate, which that that is a interesting line for people for sure. But it should be appropriate for the setting, right? I did Jesse's show yesterday. My good buddy Jesse. You wore a suit. I why? Well, I, I was wearing shorts. No
4: <laughs> one has to know that, but you were wearing a suit coat I and a button. I respect my yeah. good
2: friend Jesse. It was on last night at nine. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. It was a great conversation. Um, but you were like mumbling, like I got to put this jacket yeah, on. And he knows it, and that's fine. That's that's fine. He doesn't like wearing jackets either. His burgers are. God, have you tried Jesse's burger rest? Have you? Have I made them for you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I made twice. It you. Have you, Tom, have I made Jesse's burger for you?
4: No. All right, let's do it let's next do it. week. We
2: need to do that. Let's do. We'll do a post show party at the house. Post, post, post show for disco. Who has to yeah. TD? Some I'll shows. be later. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll serve you cold, cold Jesse, Jesse burgers. It's, it's perfect, but they're so good. Um, point being, I'll get back on track. I will try. People should be allowed to wear. You should be allowed to yeah. wear what you want, but you have to dress appropriately. Everyone has a different opinion of what that means, right? And apparently there's really no opinion in some generations anymore because we're living in this generation where a lot of standards don't apply anymore. Check, just, so this is a college student. This is somebody's daughter. <laughs> Check
4: out this video. <laughs> I'm school
5: because I got it. I'm asking so like, you oh, your mother. Leave out the house like that, because at this point, that's who I'm gonna call. Your oh, mother. Call her. she's not going answer. Well, somebody's gonna have to come get you because you can't. You cannot be in school like this. Why can't? Why? Because it's inappropriate. What's inappropriate? My, everything my have you, no, everything you have on. You know, everything you have on is body inappropriate. And what we're all is You're inappropriate? Everything you have on is inappropriate.
8: It's
11: a hot got mess. Clothes on. Got I, top and, bottom. and top bottom. bottom. Top and bottom. Top and bottom.
5: You thought you was gonna come to school? I thought I was going to your mother a lesson in my top and my bottom, and my must like a lesson. In no, life. you ain't to learn a lesson in my class. The lesson is to put clothes on in the morning when you come to school. On, right?
1: That's your lesson. Am I supposed to be doing my
5: presentation
1: because this is easy?
5: Yeah, after I get her, <laughs> <after> <laughs> I get her, after her up let's and out just, my class, let's just go. we will listen. We will we we'll, we'll,
9: we'll, go ahead and finish, finish what we learned. I came into school with my bag with everything ready to learn. I sat down front and center ready to learn and then you made a moment no. for me.
5: You, 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 the class, you caused the scene in my playout. Like we came, y'all all came here to learn, correct? Yes. 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 And would would your mother let, you. let you walk out the house with something like this on? Maybe no. A different vibe. I don't care what she's wearing. I just want to do
4: my presentation. I just want to, now, to I'm, I'm running out of time to do it. Like, no. Can no. I just do the presentation? You can't
10: yeah, do your so presentation. Can you just put on it's some, some little gym clothes so we can get on with this? Like, just put on
5: some gym clothes or something. I don't know. This
2: is, this is close. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can give you my hood. Is I have a help? lot of questions. Looks <laughs> 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 like disco <laughs> get their hands up. I have a lot of questions. First of all first of all, I just want to say this. Okay, I know Tom has lots of questions <laughs> and commentary too, no doubt, because he's Tom Cunningham. But <laughs> I think it's fake. I I, I think it's her. Getting attention, and I think other people are involved in it. And you know why I think it's fake? Because no one walks in that way, but nobody says I just want to do my
4: presentation. Thank you. Thank you. It's no fake.
2: one said that ever. <laughs> no one has ever no. said that.
4: Yeah, exactly. in class you'd be like, no, I gotta push it off to tomorrow. Right. Great. Cause I'm totally not ready exactly. for it, or I don't want to do and it. And by the way, she's not a
2: completely unattractive person. Young kids are dumb. I still am too. But but they 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 look at this different. I think it's I think it's fake, but let's let's pretend for a second that it's not fake because we live in a crazy broken world, right? And yeah, there it is again. And no one walks out in a thong and leopard print bra with a backpack on, <laughs> like, well, see you later, yeah. Mom. I'm going to school. No one does that. Tom, you're gonna say this has to do with Casual Friday, so I'm just gonna let you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Casual
3: Friday is a breakdown of Western society that started in 1960, but be that as it may, I do think this is a fake video for a couple of reasons. Number one, you're saying, that kid, I just want to do my presentation. That's total bullshit. The girl who is sitting next to him has an entire sleeve tattoo on her arm.
4: yeah yeah that no, one right I there. and, and there's only two rows of of desks in right. this classroom yeah. this, this is I, yeah this is the start of a porno
2: i was gonna say, was gonna say <laughs> we're about to transition to such a different topic here but 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 that's what it looks like Every, everyone you shouldn't watch them but everyone's seeing one that's what it feels like this it's, feels like something right. very wrong very it, poorly it, produced
3: and plus the girl who is dressed in, in the bathing suit she has one of those black and white old school composition notebooks and so does the kid coincidentally who wants to do his report
4: mm. oh yeah check Look that out you, like in, investigator for me too for, for me too right now there's not that many schools that have an American flag up on the wall. The teacher, a teacher right. wouldn't want it up in their classroom. Also, there's not enough on that wall to be a classroom. There's stuff that goes with their topic, and there's, I mean, no there's so many holes in this. There's in a this. lot of holes in the story. Yeah, there's a, that. Sorry, yeah. I just, I'm. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I just, i It's a fake. It has to be. It's but just a viral video.
3: T- I think dress codes are appropriate, especially for school. I know that at my kid's school, my daughter's in college now, but my son is going to the same high school that she went to, and they have a rule. You have to wear long pants or shorts, a collared shirt, or you can wear like a sweatshirt or a hoodie with no sort of lettering on it. I'm totally fine with all of that, because that just, I know you have people want to be free to express who they are. You can do that without any kind of like you know any kind of design on your shirt you know when i was in high school a friend of mine tried to test the school and he wore a shirt that had a picture of adolf hitler on it and it said hitler on tour 1932 to 1945 <laughs> 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 and when we walked when he walked in it was just we were all like oh my god he ended up putting the shirt inside and out for the rest of the day, it's still to this day. He goes, that was one of my biggest regrets of high school was wearing that stupid T-shirt yeah, just to I test free speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There's better decisions to make for, for sure. Uh, better decisions to make, whether you're actually wearing that to school or you're taking part in some sort of attempt at, at a viral video massive failure on all of their parts. Also, by the way, I was just going back to the story previously in, 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 the last hour, if we did have a civics test to determine whether or not you could vote, I'm, I'm willing to wager a bet that most of the people sitting in those desks would not pass it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I would have to agree. That's where I'm going. Okay. I want to touch on this because if a young girl in a thong and bikini top doesn't lead you to Russia and nuclear war. I don't know what does. (laughs) It's a great segue, right? (laughs) So (laughs) you've, you've got Igor Korachenko, who's the editor of the newspaper national defense and a regular guest on Russia one channel where guests have repeatedly called for strikes against Ukraine's allies. That's us. Uh, and, and when you say allies, puppet, whatever, sexual friend, whatever the case might be, uh, took exception to the criticism of Russian conduct in the war during his monologue he said the following there should be a discussion about what will determine the use and permissibility of tactical nuclear weapons what goals and what tactics we will use in response to Korochenko's comments don't know if I'm saying his name right don't care the. US administration was was uh, was said finally finally realizing that the likelihood of Russia using a nuclear weapon is extremely small anyways I, I want to squeeze squeeze this story in here and some conversation about it uh, because we want to get to our friends from Thistle Creek Reserve who are going to join us. We've got a couple other stories we want to hit on. So you've got more rhetoric happening that Russia State TV saying we're going to nuke the U.S. That's been happening. You've got us saying, no, that's not going to happen. Don't worry. Let's just keep pushing ahead. Let's try and lead us into this this world war. Yeah, Tom, do you think a tactical nuke is going to happen at any point? I think so, and I was just reading an article today where we we're
3: sending over uh, uranium uranium depleted uh, shells or, or um, bullets or something of that nature over over to uh, to Ukraine to go along with the cluster bombs. I, you know, I think it. it I don't think so, because over the years, Putin's always said World War III is, is going to be conducted with the use of dots, dashes, and zeros, meaning that it's going to be cyber warfare. So for him to unleash a tactical nuke, I, I don't really see it happening. I, I feel like he could do more damage to the United States or to Europe through some sort of cyber attack. Than the provocative action of a uh, nuclear detonation.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so to be clear, you're saying no. I think so too. I, they they don't have to. I mean, everyone understands the the concept of mutually asserted destruction. But that's that's something that is is real today, like it was in the past. Russia has the most nuclear weapons of of anyone out there, and. They threatened the use of them all the time. They just called some online the other day and and made them, quote unquote, active duty uh, in terms of their their response. But no one really wins from that. No one really wins from that. So you look at what they can do. Jesse and I were actually talking about this last night on his show. There's so much more damage that can be done in terms of what the Russians are doing with sowing division in our country. And, and don't think for a second that Russia and China aren't like, oh, America's tearing each other apart, let's let's go ahead and pour some gas on that fire. So they're playing into that. They're doing all the, the traditional stuff, yes, of, of capturing information on weapons technology, how we do our intelligence gathering, how we do military uh, operations, partnerships trying to cut our feet out in a lot of places. But it comes down to strategic alliances destroying our dollar. <coughs> possibly a cyber attack as well, like like you, you reference, stuff hitting our infrastructure, all of those things, those things cripple us. You don't need to, I mean, I'm not suggesting giving them up. Nuclear weapons are great deterrents. We've used them twice, back-to-back World War champions. Haven't won a war since, though, so that's we got that going against us. But but they're great deterrents, but you don't need them, right? And, and, and to cripple us in our current state, to cripple the United States in our current state, you certainly don't need them. So I, I, I think you're right in, 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 in the line of thinking you just went with there. There's so many other things they can do to continue to tear us down because it's a it's it's this kind of situation right here, right? They, them, China, Uganda, all of them. Uganda's not in that mix. But those guys, they want to catch <laughs> up to us and eventually pass us. And to do that, you've got to also be tearing us down. And I think that that's—that's—that's— that, that's, that's, their goal, that's how they're playing things, and they don't need to nuke anyone to do that. In fact, they're smart not to nuke anyone to do that,
4: and and that's thats the situation we're in right now. It's two days in a row you've made that hand gesture, by the way. I know. Way. Yeah. T- I
2: like my hands. Yeah. I actually don't. I've, there's a lot of things I'd fix about them, like this one, broken in college football. The guy was—my my medical trainer was literally drinking a scotch on the rocks when he gave me advice on it. In the training room, like, I don't know if you should be doing that. And then, yeah, whatever.
3: I mean, seriously, if your enemy, your, our enemies, China and Russia, see us arguing over what the definition of a woman is— for most of us, we would we would gladly take a nuclear strike to put us out of our misery because our country is so far divided that it, it, it's hard to bring it back. So they don't need to do anything like that. Yeah. All they have to do is keep adding little things here on TikTok, little things here on different social media platforms to keep people at odds with each other. That's all they have to do and just sit back and watch us destroy each other.
2: Yeah. No, 100%. It's the smartest play, and I agree. Can we, can we just—I love all of you. I'm so grateful you're here listening and are watching to you know, watching the show. But that—can can we just have Jesus come back? Can we have Jesus come back or have Russia get really feisty and do something stupid? Because it, 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 it's at that point. But they, But that's all they have to do. That's all they have to do is they have to continue to divide, sit back, and watch. We are doing a phenomenal job. At tearing ourselves apart we're really good at it we've we've found one thing that we can collectively do really well as the country and that's destroy ourselves yeah. as a country um you know getting damn near close to 250 50 years into this experiment he'd get
4: more chaos and more w- more effectiveness if he were to take out the internet oh can you imagine we, we the millennials? Even,
3: we can't even agree that castrating children is a bad idea no. If you, if, when it comes to kids, if we can't all agree across the board that removing the genitals from a child is something that shouldn't be done, yeah, a nuclear weapon's not going to make any difference compared to what we're doing to each other.
2: Truth, yeah, truth. Probably a good time for a break. Because we've just encouraged the worst. <laughs> uh, we love everyone. You know, it's, we just we're
4: ready to move on. It's actually a good thing that YouTube hasn't uh, fired today because we totally would have gotten a, yeah. a strike for so this. Obama
2: being gay, <laughs> nuclear warfare. All, I don't even, all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, nothing's been appropriate. It never really is, uh, which is why there's potentially changes coming
4: to the show. Um, not <laughs> you're not gonna see us anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah. No it's gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna be awesome because my friends from Thistle Creek are gonna join the show to discuss what they're doing to give back. They're actually doing something good. We talk about all the nonsense that's happening in the world. They give you good coffee and then are actually doing something to combat the nonsense. So we're going to talk to them on the other side of the break. We've got a couple other stories to hit, and then, of course, we're going to do the post-show press conference because that's what we do. So that's all coming up. Please stay with us. Folks, if you're over on X Spaces, we will get to you. We've got one more segment in about 30 minutes here where we're going to get to you, uh, so we'd love to to hear from you. Raise your hand. Get a microphone. whatever, Whatever it is you want to talk about, we will talk about it. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Up today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023.
2: Pearl is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, titwillow, you magnificent titwillow.
4: Scripts. Travis goes to court at the thunderdome the busboy
15: lactates
2: most busboys i know do lactate <laughs> and you know what that's kind of an interesting segue some people like cream in their coffee i don't I drank it black. Like my soul. Like my men. I was going to say my <laughs> men, like from the airplane. Yeah. But no, I talk about coffee all the time, right? Because we've got some great friends who started an amazing coffee company called Thistle Creek Reserve. They do amazing stuff beyond their cups of coffee. And they're frequently, we, we see them a lot. there in the studio. You can see the thing there, and we'll put it up multiple times. You can go to ThistleCreekReserve.com, use promo code Drew to save 10%. But, you know, we see some of uh, our—in particular one who you'll see on the couch here frequently who's here in in town. Um, But but they do amazing things, and we've got them here because I I think it's important more than ever, right? You guys know that I'm the, the national spokesperson for Mammoth Nation, so we do a ton to find companies who love America. Love America. Don't buy into the woke nonsense do great things, not just with their products here in the country, but then do great things with their proceeds and their returns as well to kind of advance uh, American values, or in this case, the kingdom. And so I wanted to have them in. I think it's important that they're here. So I want to introduce you the co-founders, Jim Fredrickson and Jonathan Errico of Thistle Creek Reserve, who are here, sitting there on the couch, having some coffee, in fact, uh because I want to have this conversation. I want to I want to talk to you guys because there's a lot look, there's I've talked to Jonathan about this in particular. There's a lot of coffee companies out there. Seems like every one of the I and I say that in particular cuz I know a lot of folks from previous time in service uh who have started coffee companies. But there's a lot of coffee companies out there. So why why start a coffee company? Why why did you go this route?
13: Yeah, I mean I think I think right now, the reason why we went this route is we wanted to make a difference for the glory of God, both in the people that we serve coffee to, but especially in the regions that we get coffee from. You know, the the coffee-growing regions of the world are typically the poorest regions on earth. And in doing that, very, very little of the money that we spend in the United States on coffee actually makes it back to those communities. So I think it's really, really important, um, especially right now, that we can give back to those communities, whether it's building hospitals, schools, churches, digging wells for them, uh, really supporting long-term missionaries directly in those communities to give back. And that's something that very few other industries, retail industries, things that we really enjoy can do.
2: Yeah. No, that's amazing. Well, because I mean, more than ever, you want to you want to buy products. Uh, you, you see all the boycotts that happen, right? You see Bud Light and Target. And, and in the past, there's been Starbucks and the coffee realm. There's, there's so many ones that have, have come. Some have stayed. Some have gone. But people want to. People want to. And I, I find myself in this situation, too. I want to buy from things, and it's tough, right? I like Target. I-, I liked Target, I should say. You want to buy from companies, though, that you feel like get you and get where you're coming from and are going to use profits, if they're going to use any profits, to go to things that align with American values, Christian values, who we are as a, as a people. So. I think it's really important, and, and not enough people hit on this. And and, and and to be fair, some people do. Some people give to veteran charities. Some people give to the and kudos to you. Like I, I'm not, we're not trying to bash any anyone else here who's doing the right thing. But you got to know where it's going, and you got to know the heart right. of who started it and why they started it and why you're doing it. And I think that's really important because again, there's there's a there's a look there's a gazillion coffee companies out there. Some of them are absolute trash. If you want to drink from the floor of the Delta carpet on that Ugh. flight to Barcelona, <laughs> no. you can find people who do that. They, they'll just scoop it right up and put it in your cup. But you guys have come up with a good. Cu- <laughs> you, got <Tom. laughs> you got Tom. You totally <laughs> got
5: Tom.
2: <laughs> Tom's totally oh. laughing. But if you want a good cup of coffee and you want to know that it's going to, to a good place, then guess what? You found your match. Thistle Creek Reserve. Look at these guys. And more importantly, go to ThistleCreekReserve.com. Use promo code Drew to save 10%. But, but I mean, how important was that to you when you started it, saying, okay, hey, we want to we, we like coffee. We, we want to start a company. Obviously, you want to do something that you like. How important was it to, to, to do something with what you like for the, the good, in this case, of the kingdom?
9: Well,
14: when I approached Jonathan about it, <coughs> the point was it's for the glory of God. Um, right. I don't wanna start, not to say that we're not starting a business because nobody starts a business to go, oh, in three years, I'll bankrupt. But what we are going to accomplish from the get-go is for the glory of God and to give back to the farms and to, to get involved in kingdom work. And I mean, everybody that we partner with, both here stateside and promotions, and it's for the glory of God. Yeah. Proclaim the name of Jesus, and then those who we partner with in the field and the farms for the glory of God. And it's it's not that doing good things. There, like you said earlier, there's great things, and I'm not bashing that. But our purpose is that God's glory is proclaimed, and the gospel's proclaimed for His renown.
2: So, but how like so that's awesome, and I and I know because I know you guys. A lot of people say stuff. A lot of people say stuff, run their mouths, and man, I love I love this. I love America. I love Jesus. I love I love helping orphans. I love helping fill in the blank. We, we you know, you hear all those things, you know, Sarah McLaughlin's usually playing as a, in the
4: arms of the <laughs> but,
2: but how I mean t- tell me, like tell the audience like how how are you really doing that? And I know you are, but but please tell them because I it's amazing the, the places you're, 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 you're working with, partnering with, right from getting the beans to what you do with the proceeds of people who are buying said beans. Right. And, and I think you touched on something, which,
13: again, no offense to other people, but you hear it all the time that, oh, I want to make a difference, or I want to do this, or they want, they want, they want, but very few actually take action. Yeah. And it's great. They can be a Christian company on Sunday, but how about Monday through Friday? How about all seven days a week? Do they really have Christian values and actually put American values into that? Godly principles. Yeah. Um, so a couple ways that we do that. Number one, and one one thing that we haven't touched on yet, our coffee is fresh roasted. So that.
2: What's what, that means? Uh, pause there and,
13: and explain what that means. Yeah. So that's it's really important. The majority of coffee on the grocery store shelves today. If you're lucky, it was roasted six months ago, if you're lucky, right? The majority of it has been roasted between a year and a half to two years ago, and they've got fillers in. They, they put coconut shells and things, and they, they over-roast um, on purpose because when they put fillers in, they can drive the cost of the bag down, and unfortunately, it it just it really sucks, sucks the life out of uh, your coffee, so yeah. you, you know you lose your flavor you lose the oils that are, that are in there and they're all the good nutrients you hear doctors say all the time hey coffee's good for you yeah right like hey a cup a day you know, it's not going to hurt you well that's true if it's premium fresh roasted coffee that you're getting actual premium quality beans and it hasn't been sitting in a mold dusty shelf for for two years right
2: you know yeah 100 percent. no i think that that's a huge distinction uh, and, and, and talking to you when we first started, cause again, I've talked to folks who, who I, I won't name names of companies, but some big companies that you perhaps know or even buy from, um, some of which I, I'll leave it there, but they, but how they do things is different. And that's, that is an interesting thing because it, you know, a lot of us buy shelved coffee stuff that's on the grocery store shelves. Maybe you get it from Amazon. Maybe you get it from, from someone else, wherever you get it from. But you don't understand the process it's been through, and that's the case with so many foods. And we get into more, more than I ever thought I would, food types st- stuff on the show um, in general, and just how how crappy some of the stuff is out there that we're putting into our bodies. But but you're you're drinking you're drinking stale coffee. You're drinking st- coffee that's lost its flavor, has been roasted way way long ago. So you, you described how you guys do that fresh, which is great. So you should love that, right? And it's also above four thousand feet, so right. there's no mold. Also, should love that, but let's get back because I distracted you. So, a lot of people talk about we, we, you know, we do this, and this is for this is for Jesus, and this is for the glory of God, which it should be. But like, but but they say that, and it's all lip service, right? You, you guys, and I know this. uh, Sorry to cut you off, Jim. Like you guys, I know this are successful individuals. You don't need this. You're doing it because you like it. You like the hustle. You like the company. You like coffee. But you also, more importantly, want to give back, which is what's unique. Other people who are starting to think, like, we're going to give back if this works, they, they, they're coming from a totally different mindset. Well, God calls
13: us to give our first and our best Yeah, at all, at all times. We're supposed to give him our first fruits. And, you know, plenty of people make excuses. And you know, we were talking about this earlier. Plenty of people make excuses that, I'll I'll give back when
14: it's successful yeah once i hit this level right then i'll give back and what are you going to give back and god calls for 10 percent. and we were talking about this earlier today that 10 to 15 percent of every sale goes back yeah and to projects overseas but also sharing the gospel here yeah and and that's
13: before our tithe right that's that's before that's before we give anything Right back out of our own pockets. The company ten to fifteen or more percent will always go back and, and some of the and I'll get in let's talk about our, our charitable partners, I think, for a second. So we we partner with uh, the Tebo Okoa Philippi project. Yep. So we're actively in Uganda rescuing women and children out of sex trafficking.
5: Yeah.
14: Plus they've got a school and a hospital. Yeah. Well, they've got a church plant already there. So it's not it it is sex trafficking, but it is also ministering to the community yeah in uganda yeah no 100
2: percent. and i can say uh i know the folks um behind that and i know that organization and it's an amazing organization like that's that's a that's a great one to work with one that actually uh does what they say means what they say and 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 that's that's freaking phenomenal um by the way, Ginger says over on Rumble, this is Primo Coffee. I got Dark Roast. Dark Roast is my favorite, too. They're all good, but Dark Roast is my favorite because...
4: Yeah, Ginger was the first one to, like, we the first day we did it, she goes, I, I just bought a bag. Yeah. And she just, just winning went, went, and she's like, I can't wait to try it. Glad you like it. Well, we love you, Ginger. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, so it's, but, but, so, so there's a Koa. There's, there's others. But Let's do this. Let's, let's, let's say, let's take a step back before we take a step forward. Your big thing is beyond the cup. That's right. Beyond the cup, which their cups are amazing. I know I've told you guys about their cups, but their cups are freaking amazing. They're heavy. They're sturdy. Like, also could be a great weapon. I I'm like just the sun- like thumbprint. But um, but if you're going to do it, use one of these cups. But the <laughs> y- 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 you guys have this mantra, beyond the cup. What does beyond the cup mean to you guys?
14: Beyond the cup started just really about sitting at Thistle Creek and watching the sunset. But then we started digging more and, and praying and it comes from scripture. And it was Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane who went to the father and said, please pass this cup from me, but thy will be done. And beyond the cup, we know what God the father said clearly, no. Yeah. And Jesus went to the cross. Right. And why? Well, God was looking at me beyond the cross. He was looking at you. He was he was looking at Jonathan. He was looking at the viewer. And in our sin, Christ had to go to the cross to pay my sin debt. And beyond the cup for us is you. It's the, it's, it's the listener. Whether you drink my coffee or not, what's most important, is that they know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins, rose again the 3rd day, ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand throne of God waiting for the father to say son go get the children. He died on the cross for my sins.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. No.
14: And, yeah, and and beyond the
13: cup goes back to to everybody who's growing the coffee in the in these poor regions around the world. Because beyond this cup what goes in the cup is a is a a lot of energy and blood and sweat and tears and and just pain from these communities that are barely scraping by. Yeah. I mean, be, beyond the cup isn't just what I see when I put the cup up to my lips, right? Right. It's it's got to be all these charities that we give back to and and definitely those those coffee grown communities. Yeah. I think that's the most important because especially in the United States, man, our cup overfloweth.
2: Yeah. It runs over. It does. Some people think that it doesn't. And, and, and look, everyone's got their issues. I get it. We've all got financial troubles in our own respect, some less than, or more or less than others. But, but comparatively speaking, if you haven't traveled to other places, right. you just don't get it. Like, we have it so good here. Most of where I've spent my adult life would kill to have it the way that we have it here. Um, but... Uh, let's talk about this. We've established you do great things with the coffee. Let's talk about the coffee itself. I think people are probably getting the point like, okay, these are good guys. This is a good company and they are. I wouldn't have them in our studio if they weren't. We wouldn't be doing stuff if, if, if uh, with them if they weren't. But talk about the coffee itself. So it's it's grown at over 4,000 feet. So there's no mold. A lot of right. coffee not only sits on the shelves like you're talking about right. for a year and a half plus, but it also had problems to begin with before it sat on the shelf. So what makes it unique and different with how you guys are doing it? Yeah. So uh,
13: what's different about our process is that growing above four thousand feet in elevation really limits the uh, the mold's ability to grow. Okay. Now, obviously, mold can grow at just about anywhere, but where we're getting it from, whether it's dormant volcanoes. Whether it's rainforests, um, no matter you know whether it's in Uganda or in, in these small sharecropping communities in Papua New Guinea, the elevation matters because right. when they pick it, the mold can't grow on the green bean. Green beans can stay fresh for a while, but if mold grows, then you brew it, then you're ingesting it. It's you know it's only a matter of time before we get sick after drinking mold. You know moldy coffee. It'll do it. We drink. I drink more than one cup a day, yeah. so that's it's really important to do that. And then the process to to storing things as well, we make sure that every green bean is stored in, in a temperature controlled facility. That way, in that process, it doesn't get the beans don't get too hot, so that mold and moisture attacks those before the roasting process. And even in that, then from the roast, if you order coffee on a Tuesday. The coffee will be roasted on a Tuesday. It'll be bagged on a Tuesday. And it'll probably be shipped out Tuesday or Wednesday. So you get it Thursday or Friday. That's That's how quick the process is so that there's no chance for mold to grow.
2: So super fresh, no mold, no none of that. It's going to a place. And and, and look, guys, let me me just pause, too, for a second. Because I know this sounds like a, a canned advertisement. It's just not. It's just not. I've known Jonathan full transparency for a while. Met Jim, heard about what they were doing. Partnered with them because we love what they're doing in terms of advancing the kingdom, giving back to communities in need, stopping child and women you know trafficking, things that matter to all of us. We talk about it on the show all the time. So, so for anyone who's like, this is this is being pushed, it's being pushed because we think it's important that you buy the right coffee and give back to right things. It's not being pushed for any other reason than that. But the, but the coffee itself, you know, in terms of the process that you go through, super important, super good. And then a lot of people so a lot of people have issues with coffee. And if you don't drink coffee in the morning, for whatever reason, God bless you, I don't know how you do it. Maybe it's because of, of the acidic response, maybe it's heartburn. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the O.J. Simpson murder case, which doesn't make as much sense to me if we're being honest. But
4: you would probably maybe, think they'd stop drinking orange juice.
2: Orange juice, yeah, because or, of yeah, oh, yeah. maybe an aversion to gloves. And, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But but if if your if your issue with coffee is the acidity, you you guys have a cup, or you guys have you have coffee that that really helps with that, right? Like,
14: yeah,
13: right, yeah yeah you know it's it's important a lot of the acidity comes from over roasting right so almost like burning the bean so that the oils come out of it the extraction of the oils come out of it altogether. um but but fresh roasting will will change a lot of that in the process right the i mean i've had acidic coffee before and heartburn after coffee is not a great way to start your day yes no i agree not Not 100 percent uh but but in the roasting process especially you know the brazilians one of my favorites if you go into that and and drink that why why isn't as acidic well you get the oils you get the the fresh roasted it's not sitting on a shelf the the acid's just not there and anybody in the coffee industry We'll tell you, you, know, the secret of maybe putting a little oil back into your coffee. The reason why is it really helps draw the acidity out of it. With ours, you don't even need to do that because the natural oils from the bean are still in
2: They're there. They're still there. Exactly yeah. right. I love it. I love it. So let's talk
14: about what you've got. Um, there's, f- is there four blends right now? We've included Ugandan coffee. We added that this week. Then we've got decaf. Okay. And then we've got the Guatemalan, Papua New Guinea and Brazil.
2: Okay. Oh, and they, and which one's the dark roast? Papua New Guinea.
14: Papua New Guinea's the
2: dark roast. So if you want a darker profile, that's the way you go. The Brazil's great. The Brazil's the first one we ever had in the studio. Uh, these guys so generous. Came in, not only brought us coffee, but brought us a new coffee maker, which is amazing, by the way. But the Brazil's the first we had. That was great. Really, really good. I like the Papua New Guinea because I like dark roast. But you're, you're adding, as you just said, Jim, you're adding decaf. You're adding K-cups, which is, I get it. Like, it's not as good... You know, Jonathan and Jim are like real coffee people. I'm someone who drinks coffee every day and moves a million miles per hour. I was about to point to my Yeti, which is not here, but you know, it's better It's better out of a better coffee maker, coffee grinder, it's better in a, in a mug, no doubt. But some people do, I mean, you're on the move, you're going fast, I forget that I have a cup of coffee, then I have to heat it back up, which is never good. So, wh- however you drink it, you just want the right coffee in there, and and I think you're gonna find that the coffee from Thistle Creek Reserve, and and and, and, and do you guys have sample packs? So we we have combo
13: packs. Combo so packs. So if you if you want to try them, well, we sell packs with that. Subscriptions are the best way. Okay. To save, and uh, Jim, do you want to touch on what we're doing in September?
14: Oh, uh, remind me. Twenty <laughs> percent uh, off. <laughs> That is. That's right. Yeah. You got the Drew 20 this month. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, this month? Yeah, this yeah. month. But
2: we're already in September. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
14: So, and if you hit a subscription, you save 20%. you are already saving a percentage because you're subscribing. But second of all, you save 20% and it's locked in for the entire lifetime of the subscription. There you go. So, that's this nice. is the
2: month to do it. This yeah. is GreekReserve.com. Use promo code Drew. Save more. Get locked in. Get lots of coffee. Get some for your friends. Lots of reasons to do it. The biggest reason, though, again, is not just that the coffee's great. The coffee is great, guys. We That's the it. bonus. It's every day at the <laughs> studio we have it. It is. It's the bonus. The The best part is is, is you have guilt-free you know, s- store to or, or product, in this case, to consumer exchanges where you feel good about where your, your money's going. You're not buying coffee from a company that hates you and hates this country. And there's some in between who don't hate you or this country. I get that too. But they don't you know, care about coffee's you. Coffee's not as good or they're not pouring into the things that these guys are. So I really recommend that you do it. We we talk about it every day for a reason. We have got way less sponsors than we used to on purpose. We're trying to make the user experience better for you. We're trying to only partner with the ones that we really believe with. We really believe in what these guys are doing. So please check out thistlecreekreserve.com use promo code drew to save 20 percent this month uh it's it's always some form of savings 10 percent or whatever uh a, a, as you move forward but but it's a, it's a bigger chunk this month get locked in subscribe get yourself a bunch of of uh, get a sampler pack to start make sure that you get a, a sense of which one that you like the most and and uh we just really appreciate you guys being here thanks so much jim and, and jonathan love what you're doing proud of what you're doing wish the best for you and and just great success to you guys moving forward hey thanks so much for having us we really
0: appreciate it absolutely
2: folks check it out again thistlecreekreserve.com use promo code drew to save share that link share that promo code with your friends even that uncle that you don't really like that much Uh, (laughs) and it's if you know someone if you know the guy who did that on delta was it a guy or a girl who did that on delta tom have we confirmed no, I, I'm dying to find out
3: the identity. I'm
2: dying to find
3: out the gender. I want more details.
4: I need more details. I will send them a sample pack. I put a. I sent a text to a buddy of mine who knows some Delta pilots, and he said, I'm on it. So Perfect. waiting to see what he says. So we'll uh, do exactly. that.
2: And then we'll totally out him for, for <laughs> <your biggest> proprietary <laughs> company information. Again, check out ThistlecreekReserve.com, folks. We've got a couple other things we want to hit to. We want to get to you guys if you have any hands up over in next bases. And we've also got the post-show press conference. That's all coming up right after the break.
0: Today, to get your free wealth protection guide, this guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary, there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
1: How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson
6: is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company.
1: Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster.
7: Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
8: the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset it has four custom moth levels machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty
10: go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary my pillow queen size retails for $69.98 now only $19.98 that's right get a queen size my pillow for only $19.98
8: from all of us here at my pillow, America!
2: and back to the land of terrible ideas we go. That's California, by the way. <laughs> Okay, I thought you were California. talking about, like, the show. Yes. No, well, then, well we've got some, we, in fairness, we have some terrible ideas here, too. There's, I can't argue that. But we're going back to California. Because they're making it illegal to confront shoplifters. Brilliant! If you own or work in a business and are thinking of trying to detain or stop these criminals from stealing your products, California's liberal, liberal politicians want to charge you with a crime yourself. There's Senate Bill 553, which was introduced by Communist State Senator Dave Cortese, and it aims to prohibit the direct confrontation of shoplifters by store owners and employees. Cortese says he's concerned about recent incidents that have led to shoplifters getting hurt or killed. Notice it's shoplifters, not store employees there. Shoplifters getting hurt or killed and suggests that we rely on law enforcement agencies to handle such incidents and said, can I just pause for one second as I read this? So you're telling me that you're writing Senate Bill, California Senate Bill 553, to protect shoplifters, not store owners or store employees, and you're saying in this case we should probably just rely on law enforcement, who you hate and vilify the rest of the year.
3: Yes, and you've defunded and you've also made it to the point where if you steal under 900 dollars worth of material it, it, it's not prosecutable uh, so there, there's no disincentive from not shoplifting uh, all this does is like you said protect the shoplifter and, and further destroy the small business owner or, or or you know the big box store the big box stores, they can take losses but eventually they will move out of there it's the small business owner there you know when i was living in la and my wife is still there there's a liquor store around the corner called playboy liquors and these guys in there they don't mess man you come in because it's right off of it's near we live it we lived in hollywood and it's right near hollywood boulevard so they get a lot of transient people a lot of homeless people drug addicts coming in and stealing from them These dudes pull out bats and go to town on these people. And guess what? They have no shoplifters. But when you're not, when you have hamstrung and handcuffed your law enforcement not to arrest shoplifters, what's going to happen? It's going to go up. And that's, and it's up to the shopkeepers to defend their inventory.
2: Yeah. 100%. I mean, this. This is a perfect example, though, of where we are as a country in terms of lawmakers, in terms of just the the, the trend of things. You you've got, I mean, and there's people pushing back to it, and it, thankfully, you, you've got you've got Carl DeMao, I don't know if some, I'm saying his name right. Who's the chairman of Reform California, who of course strongly opposes the bill, expresses concerns about the potential consequences. And uh, is accusing California politicians of neglecting the well-being of their constituents, which they are. So he goes on and talks about how, hey, this this bill, as we just talked about, is is putting the criminals over. I mean, I, it breaks my head to actually think about this. Like you're you're writing this bill, you've got Joe Blow who's going in and stealing a bunch of shit, and then and then little Robbie. Confronts him. God bless Robbie. Still wears Transformers underwear, but he's getting in the way. He's trying to do the right thing. And he's the one who's wrong here for protecting the, the whole thing is just absolute lunacy. It's ridiculous to me, but it also makes so much sense to me. And I hate that. I hate I hate where we are in the country. I hate how tangled up my mind is. I hate how tangled up <laughs> we are as a country.
3: you, you want to the- go Go ahead you want to go you want to go tangled up minds you want to know where this leads to check this out try this one on for size so now you have small businesses and bigger businesses telling their employees you can't confront these shoplifters okay and we're not going to prosecute any of these shoplifters guess what you need enhanced security so how do you get that oh where the government comes up with a design where you swipe a credit card to get in. Oh, you know what? What if I don't have a credit card, but I do have the digital dollar? So now the government is in charge of how you can get in somewhere because it's safety for everybody and allows you with the digital dollar to gain access to these places that it deems it okay for you to use your digital currency in. So just think of it as walking up to like an ATM using your, your fingerprint or a retinal scan to get into the door so you can go to the ATM machine. But now you're going into the store that the government allows you to go into because of safety for all concerned.
2: <laughs> That's both ridiculous, ludicrous, and also likely, particularly <laughs> in your former state's of california um that that's that's a tom cunningham take and i, I don't disagree with it <laughs> well but here i mean so that's okay so that's ludicrous but but here, here and this is the this is actually the case in a lot of states as it is now where this really scales is okay someone's stealing shit from walgreens cvs Seven Eleven, whoever Everyone should have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. I don't care if it's a package of certs. Do they still sell certs? Yes, uh, at
4: at like dollar stores, yeah.
2: Okay, so it's not a big thing anymore, apparently. But certs, certs, Rolos, (laughs) you know, any of those things. I'm just going to keep listing things that were big back in the day. But... It
3: they sounds steal. like you're you're listing things you dug out of your mom or grandma's purse, purse. when you were a yeah. kid.
2: <laughs> I tell you, if I was digging, I, I always reference it. But if I'm digging through someone's purse, or if I'm sitting at their coffee table and you don't have a fucking butterscotch disc, we're enemies. Who are you, grandma? <laughs> I want a butter, and I want one right now. I'm, ta- I'm talking
4: about it. I want. Your one mouth right is now. watering.
2: I'm gonna talk to my 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 spousal figure when I get home. And see if we have any because I really want a butter. Did
4: I send you like a bag of Werthers once? You sent a bag of Werthers. Yeah, but, I did, yeah. but,
2: and that was very generous because we were talking about Werthers. Yes. So that's the reason why I did Werthers. But the amount of crap in them—not to say that butterscotch discs are healthy—but Werthers are not butterscotch discs, and it's a harder no. To it was like, caramel, it's gotta yeah, have yeah. that that.
3: I like how you used a gender gender neutral term in describing your wife.
2: <laughs> spouse's figure. She's got she's got some real milkers, too, let me tell you. She's a chest feeder. Been uh, been well, seeing that for a long time.
4: Do you know who, you know, like the who's supporting all this? Would it surprise no. you if I were to say three letters? Oprah, whoopee. AOC. Yeah, of course AOC is.
1: Of course. I he think is. there's something about this uptick in crime. Let me make something super clear for everyone here having this question. The New York City Police Department has not been defunded. Um, even with these budgetary changes that were proposed in city council, A, they're not fully enacted. B, they aren't a real $1 billion in cuts. Um, and C, it's not really, it, like these cuts aren't really real. And again, they haven't even happened yet. Oh, Literally. this is
4: the wrong one. This okay. is This is the one. I, I'm hoping this is the one. Let's listen. I was gonna say, and so
1: they go out, and they yeah. need to feed their child, and they don't have money. So you maybe have to. You're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that or night. Or a Nordstrom rack
4: <laughs> and get purses <laughs> or and stuff. Nordstrom rack <laughs> and get purses. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's acting like this is Oliver Twist. It is like hey, the sir, late 1800s. May I have some <laughs>
2: It's awful. Can I just say about the original clip that was the wrong clip that I, you know, I tend to, I will listen. I tend to kind of do this a little bit because she's, she's cute. She's just not smart. Uh, but, but I'm impressed that she nailed ABC, that it wasn't like point A, points, point, point. Roman numeral two. two. <laughs> Roman number two. Yeah. 64 uh 64 bravo that is um, so she got abc right um, which is which is a but which is a big I
4: just deal I hate that. how she's just like oh the, the, they're just going out to get a, a loaf of bread that's what they're 100%, doing but no they do.
2: they li- but but this is the slippery slope right so you, you allow laws like you see in California and other places but that's kind of the 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 main place where you see this stuff now where it's okay hey $900 $1200 $1700 whatever the, the the limit is or the benchmark is for what's okay what's acceptable to steal and now you can get charged $18,000 if you confront them with, with law enforcement, or not law enforcement, but the, 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 the DA and people in the state that are making those rules there that side with the criminals. But where does this go, right? The bigger question is, is again, not I started down this path earlier and distracted myself. Where does it go? It's not just, it doesn't stop at Walgreens or CVS. It continues on to your home. You've got you've got property crime on the rise in California. Speaking of that state, no one is stopping it. You 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 get to the point where all of a sudden you try to, and and thank God we have good laws here in Florida. And there's a lot of states that have. It's not just about Florida. There's a lot of states that have stand your ground laws, laws that help you protect your home and all of that. Yeah, but you you can see the natural progression, and we've seen instances of it before. Even before we went into this new crazy-ass Woketopia situation that we're living in now, where a homeowner does this, and the the family of the victim who was robbing them at gunpoint is suing the family for shooting the person who— It's like— what the fuck just happened here? How is this is this a real case? I
4: feel like California in this case and even or, or America too. We're going to get to a place where it's going to be forced where there's going to have to be a vigilante. I feel like we're in we're in like a Batman comic Seriously? book yeah, right we're now. At Batman. Yeah, that's I think that's where I'm we're at before. right now because it's it, well, the law's not going to step in, the government's not going to step in. So who's going to step in to stop this because I will. <laughs> I am. <Batman. laughs> <laughs> who's going to stop it like our children and our children's children are going to have a a. Just a horrible place to live. Yeah. No, Tom? I guarantee
3: you, this path that we're going down before 2030, you're going to see armed bandits go into people's houses and throw them out and, and take over the house, and it'll be theirs. Because this weird left wing mindset that I had to live through in California for the last 10 years will be it's okay. They're actually the victim. Yeah, because society, American society has institutional racism, and it's due to the fact that, you know, if it's not even going to matter your race, if somebody comes to your house and comes in and takes it, it's just that you were able to take advantage of the situation that you had and you were able to afford (laughs) a house. Now it's just time for somebody else. So you need to step aside and give your house over to somebody else.
4: excuse me yes I just texted my wife we need to watch Batman tonight because now I want to watch Batman (laughs) and I'm choking on Jen apparently
2: but But then again the world has become
3: so ludicrous and that just I would never have said that statement three years ago two years ago but the mental illness on the left is going so far into the land of ludicrous that that just seems like a natural progression and yeah. you'll see the same thing with cars. And then that's going all going to go back where you're going to see a, a, a spike in car thefts. And what's the government going to do to try and combat it? Hey, you need to retrofit your cars to get the kill switch. And it's because of security. It's not because of compliance. And it's not because we're going to let you know when you can travel. It's none of that. It's security.
2: Yeah. No, it always comes down to that. that, that they, they rest their laurels on that for sure. Um <clears throat> okay, couple things just to touch on before we wrap up and go to the post show press conference. One, we were going to get to this we're not anymore, but the um the mask stuff is real, right? We've been talking about the mask stuff. We've been talking about new vaccines, new boosters coming, all that's real. You've got a DC area school who's already implementing masks again for for students. You've got Joe Biden who's who's now claiming he walked off of the Medal of Honor ceremony. Because Due to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after breathing right into an 81-year-old's ear and face.
4: <laughs> he probably smelled them, too. Yeah. He probably
2: did. Gosh, I can't imagine what that breath... Uh, I can't... Let's not go there. But on a similar sexual note, Texas Panhandle Patriot... <laughs> this guy's face. Um, Drew, would you take her home to mom? Talking about AOC. Because I always reference... I think she's cute. I just don't think she should open her mouth and talk. No, you can't. No, you can't. She's... She's just not very smart, and I have high expectations for what, as everyone should, what you bring home. My my family and my, my parents like my wife more than me, as they should. She's an angel. I'm
4: you, I'm this. I'm This is what you <laughs> this get. What you, you don't get to put makeup on. The, no, you don't. No. no, I've tried. It's just no, it, it send, worse. Sending my family, I get a phone call. Hey, is your wife there, or are your kids there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good. Here's... Here's my here's my daughter.
2: <laughs> Tom, would you take AOC home? Is she a, is she home material?
3: Uh yeah, I think so. I think, I think she's, she's home material. Sweet. Yeah. I you know, I mean, I, I I've never had commie sex before.
4: <laughs> First time for everything, huh? <laughs> there sure is. I, I mean I guess my question would be. Would you take her home? Hey, Tom, so, yeah, you'll take her home. But would you say, here is a seated government official? You know, like, would you It would be like, you know, here's AOC. She's over in Washington doing this. Because you know the second she opens her mouth, everyone's going to be like, what now? Yeah.
3: She just seems like a, a handful to be in a relationship with. She seems very high-maintenance. She's and... on the crazy scale.
2: She's on the crazy yeah. scale.
3: Yeah. And believe me, I love me some crazy chicks. But... <laughs> But she's just like a whole whole new level, man.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, literally, if you're at a Thanksgiving dinner, she's going to be yelling at your mom, talking about the turkey's life, talking about
4: she has a veggie, a vegetarian Thanksgiving, hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. That that sounds so awful to me. Okay. It's it's we, we got to go. We got to go to the post show press conference. There's crazy ass reporters who have questions to ask of me that I just will listen to and laugh at. But we're going to do this. We're going to go to the post show press conference it's brought to you by Cole and Sport. Uh, which clearly the person on the Delta flight to Barcelona drank because there was explosive diarrhea (laughs) all up and down
4: the aisle there. uh, We should have a disclaimer. Do not take before a flight.
2: Yes, exactly. You will cause it to to, to divert, (laughs) land, and have social media videos posted about your explosive diarrhea. So we're going to get to that. We're going to the post-show press conference here. We encourage you to stick around for that because I never know what the hell is going to happen with it, so certainly you guys don't. So we're going to do that. Then we've got RVM Roundup with Chad Kate, and I can see some great people coming to the room. Savvy's there. There's some great people. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great night. So stick around here on X-Space wherever you are. We hope you have a great night. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. As always, be safe, be smart, be free.
0: And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal.
2: All right. Fun little Wednesday, right? Fun little Wednesday. Good to have people in the studio. It's always fun to have people in the studio. So the lectern guy lectern guy from from j6 was in the x space today we were talking we tried to talk to him comms sucked but we've had comms with him since we've been talking so we're gonna try and get him in studio we'll have him here and and do an interview at a later date and that'll be a great conversation a lot a lot that we covered though today we covered obviously all the enrique tario stuff we covered obama likely being gay um Really interesting. I mean, think about the family dynamics. Going to a dinner with the Obamas, going to a dinner with the, the Bidens where everyone's sleeping with each other. People are dying. It's a crazy thing. Uh, but we, we've talked about that. We got into coffee. We got into buying the right coffee, buying from companies who support this country, support your beliefs, pour into all of that. So hopefully— Hopefully, you guys got some value out of that. It was fun, as always. Appreciate everyone who engaged in the X space, everyone who engaged in all the different platforms. I know it's different. It's unique in different spots. By the way, don't try and do them both at once. It's tricky. Um, But uh, we appreciate all of you. With that, I'll take some questions. Let's go over here. senor.
4: Diego. Hey, Diego. I have a question about the uh, the vigilante status that you, you guys were talking about earlier. Do you think you would step in and be this so-called Batman, or would you want someone else to do it? Um, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like you know we should probably start figuring out who this masked vigilante is going to be before it is, so we could maybe unmask them because we don't like masks, right?
2: Yes, that's 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 quite the conundrum you've brought up there we don't like masks we need a vigilante i see where you're going no i will not be him one i don't have the kind of money that bruce wayne does to be the vigilante come up with those kinds of toys wait bruce wayne is batman you didn't know that oh yeah he's yeah he is i i hate to be a spoiler um but he's he's batman i don't have that kind of money Uh, i have lots of training lots of experience doing similar work shall we say um but
4: so you're not saying that you are him but you're not him at the same time
2: i don't know what you're even saying anymore at this point i'm not gonna how about this i'm not going to be the vigilante i'm tired i run multiple companies have four plus kids four plus meaning my afghan t- translator too um I, I i probably will let someone else do that unless it's really really Dire. at which point it'll be fun and i'll look forward to doing it and and we'll work with uh with wardrobe to find the right costume next question
8: good afternoon drew. benjamin Meem, boston pride daily hey ben how are you oh, i'm doing
3: smashing drew i'm so excited nfl season's right around the corner
2: yeah tomorrow yeah tomorrow we got lions chiefs tomorrow night that'll be good I know. Well, that uh,
3: actually—my question's a little off-topic because I want to talk about the Lions-Chiefs game. And in particular, I want to talk about the Lions and the adjustments that they made to their new defense and the fact that they're bringing in a whole new regimen of defensive schemes. Do you think the retooling of the, the defense for the Lions is enough to stop Patrick Mahomes?
2: Wow, I never thought. let me just say, I never thought. I mean, you always surprised me. and by the way, I'm sorry with what you dealt with yesterday. that was pretty graphic. what you were sitting next to with with Nancy. Uh, I hated to experience it. I can't imagine being that close to it uh, and potentially getting that some of that on you. but, I never thought I would hear a question on football from you. I also never thought you were married to a woman. So there's a lot of things that just are surprises to me at at, at any given moment here. But no, I think that, look, I hate the Lions. I'm an NFC North guy. I still have Vikings tickets, even though I live in Florida. So I I hate it when they're successful. But they've they've made some interesting adjustments. I don't think it's good enough. We'll see if Kelsey plays for the Chiefs. But they've got a lot of work to do. That said, there's a lot of people thinking they could win the NFC North. So... We'll see. Tomorrow will be a good indicator. It's, week one's always tricky because people are still making adjustments, getting some new pieces worked in. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I think that it's going to be more interesting. And I, I do think that uh, on the collective over the course of the year, you're going to see some better things from the Lions uh, than we're used to seeing, which, again, I hate being a, a rival.
4: Senior, is, is that Nancy in a wheelchair? Did she come back?
2: Is that? No, that's – no. Guys – Oh God! No, was she? Oh. I thought we locked this down. Oh. Does anyone? You know what? That
3: flight from Atlanta to Barcelona was on Friday. Are we sure that it wasn't Nancy on that flight? No.
2: Oh. Now that you think of it. Now that you say it. What? Oh. Why? Why, why yeah. on earth would we let her back here ever?
15: Oh. <laughs> what are you water. doing? Free coach flyer.
3: You're now now hang on a second there, Nancy. Here, I need you to sit down for a second. Uh thank you, Glenn. Drew, uh, Glenn Morangian, yeah. Long Hall, Trucker Tribune. Uh my question has to do with uh, Barack Hussein Obama and the this other the gentleman coming out uh, and saying very convincingly that he that uh, you know the uh, 44th president was uh, gay sexual. And um, I, you know, I, there's a, a lot of my readers are, are very confused by this because a lot of them have never seen Barack Hussein Obama ever point with his pinky, which men who point with their pinkies is usually a dead giveaway if they're gay sexual or not. So, I I am kind of on the fence here. I'm going to have to uh, you know, I I I I don't know what's going to convince me because it it's just one word against somebody else's word. Do you do you think that uh what do you think the likelihood that uh, Barack Hussein Obama is going to come out as a, in fact indeed a a gay sexual or bi-gay sexual?
2: <laughs> I love the term gay sexual. Um appreciate you interrupting uh Nancy by the way, Glenn. It's always it's nice to just not hear from her. But I I think, look, it's an interesting conversation. I think tonight's interview with Tucker will be very compelling. He will do a great job. His team will do a great job, as they always do. I think it's going to get a lot of attention, a lot of views. I don't think the likelihood of Barack coming out and saying, yeah, I like pole, uh, is, is, is very high. I think that it's... Um, We've seen a lot of compelling information over the years, but I, I just don't know that we're going to see that, right? And and I think to our conversation on the show today, there's probably some wisdom to the point that whether he does or doesn't, he'd be okay because of how the left provides top cover and how they love their their their, their folks from that member, you know, from that, uh, the uh, you know, alphabet community there. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. My, my gut tells me it's not going to happen. My gut tells me they try to protect the name of the obama family even though it's been drugged through the mud and for good reason and i think whether it's barack coming back into play i think he's running things now or whether it's michelle getting into things regardless of what you think of he 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 she whatever uh i I just don't know that it's going to happen let's take time for one last one here
15: drew sebastian Bijay bombay the big apple
8: yeah yeah
15: Now, all this talk about shoplifting, it really is a victimless crime. And for people to make such a big deal out of it is just very troublesome to me because the people who are doing the shoplifting are expressing their own sort of American entrepreneurial self. And you get that kind of behavior because of a capitalist society. So how can you cast aspersions on those who choose to go in and take products at a discount and then resell them so they, in turn, can afford a house and all the luxuries of those business owners?
2: I, Sebastian, with all due respect, that's one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. You you know it, I know it. They're not taking things at a discount. They're taking them for free. It's not a victimless crime. The owners, the people who have purchased those products to sell those products are losing out. They're, they're losing out not just on that particular product, but they're losing out to additional customers based on the safety of their business, which is now in jeopardy because you have these vagrants coming in and doing things. There, there's literally nothing sensible about what you brought up there, which is which is kind of typical. I, I feel like we just need to do a wholesale reboot of our press corps, and 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 really even bigger than our press corps, just our media writ large, um, because you guys are a whole another level of stupid. It's just remarkable, Glenn. I appreciate where are you there you are. Yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, there's there's a couple other ones here, Benjamin. You've kind of gotten interesting. You're kind of growing on me. <laughs> kind of growing on me yeah i see that no (laughs) sit down sit down that's no one needs to see that but go chiefs but you're growing on me appreciate all of you guys we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow after the show here uh in the press room thanks so much
0: on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com. to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Welcome to RVM Roundup.